Yes, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number 55 talking about the Leprechaun 2. We're back with more Leprechaun talk. Here I am with a man who I am talking to in a way that we've never done this podcast before for the first time after a year almost to the date after we first talked about Leprechaun. Here he is to talk with us. Once again, about a Leprechaun movie, a man who co-hosted the Seinfeld post-show recap in a week where there's a lot of Leprechaun tie-ins to Seinfeld. Please welcome back Mr. Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? How's it going, Rob? How does it feel to have like the inferior technology set up to me, for once? Yeah, so <laughs> it has been a... I think I've been cursed. I don't know if the Leprechaun got me but my power is out here in california and i don't know if this is a thing if i know that sometimes that people's power was cut because of wildfires to prevent stuff from happening i'm not sure exactly what's going on but about a minute before i was supposed to talk to akiva the power went out at my house and so we are doing this uh with some uh, uh over Cell phone service with me recording my audio. Akiva, you're recording your audio, right? I think so. You think so? Okay. I think we should be fine. I, I don't think I there hope should so. be yeah. too much of a, a drop-off from here to uh, w- what we normally have on an episode of uh, the Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Like quality-wise or, 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 or sound-wise? Or both. Or it both. might be what, much worse quality-wise. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I don't know if there'll be an oral history about this episode of the podcast. I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully you're just listening to this. No, something crazy would have to happen. I something didn't realize... Uh, I, I, you know, I knew that this episode came up uh, during the Halloween season, which was fitting. I did not realize it had been a full year since we did Leprechaun 1. Have we been accused of uh, the fix being in for Leprechaun 2? No, we have not been accused by a single person. So now we're like us mentioning it. It's almost like the the fellas doth protest too much. Mm, Okay. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Leprechaun number two with you. And I guess the big question is going to be, will we go on to talk about Leprechaun number three? Yeah, I guess that's what we could decide that at the end of of this segment. Should we should we keep going? I think it's Leprechaun three. Leprechaun four is in space. Mm-hmm. Do they go to space twice or do they go to the hood twice? Because I know they go to the hood. At I think they point. spend a lot of time in the hood. I think that we might need to hit the yeah. eject button on the Leprechaun franchise before they start uh, exploring life in the hood. In the hood. I mean, we might just. I don't know. You you think we're not the right people for that job? <laughs> I don't know. I, listen. I, I feel like if we're if we go past today, we have to make it the we have to make it through the whole leprechaun ouvoir. You know what I mean? Like we we this is the last chance to get off the leprechaun boat after today. Okay, we'll let the listeners decide. We talked about Friends the last time out with Eric Smith, uh, season three, episode number seven of Friends. How has the response been to the last podcast? 
I mean, pretty good. I think it's uh, when you talk about like a really popular IP like Star Wars or Friends, uh, the, you know, people aren't really reacting to the podcast so much as like talking about Friends or, you know, or mm-hmm. Star Wars when we did Star Wars. Like, it, you know, it's not like, you know, here are the great moments of the podcast. It's it's more like, you know, arguing about if Friends is good or not. But I think it was a strong response. Yeah, seems uh, so far so good. And then we'll talk about what's coming up here today as well. I have to say that I uh, with I was following the thread in the RJP patron group, and I saw that one of one of our listeners said that we should be taking a uh, a hiatus. Did you see that thread? Yeah, well, should we be on a break? Uh, yeah, I, I saw that. Like Ross and Rachel? Yeah, I don't know what precipitated that. I don't know why. Are, are we flat? No, I think... I, I, first of all... No. Have we hit a wall? No, first of all, the post got zero likes. So I, it's like it's also... I don't think we need to like listen to every single comment that people people send in. But, oh, I'm uh, listening. No, I, I, the, the argument, Rob, was I think that like we need to figure out what's on the wheel and what's not on the wheel, but I don't understand. Like, that's well, I yes. like that's what we are here every week for. I saw so I didn't a, understand it. I saw a comment about the, that we should be on a hiatus, and I also saw th- some criticism about how the wheel is in the worst shape that it's ever been. That, yeah, well, I, listen, we've got... Are we on the ropes? We're not on the ropes. We're just... We're, listen, a lot of times you'd watch, you know, SNL comes back, and, it, you know, it's been away the whole summer and has a few episodes... And then they go to reruns in late October because they're preparing for November sweeps. We are preparing for podcast sweeps in November, and we we've got like ten different podcasts in the works. People hard, uh, you know, at 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 work, you know, cutting them and editing them and getting guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's the pre sweep season. We're in we're in uh, Halloween mode. We're doing a a spooky podcast this week. Yeah, uh, but I next week next week's November, and I have a feeling it's going to be uh, you know. We have to we have to start pumping out the blockbusters and also Oscar bait. It's Oscar season, you know. You got to put out your best stuff. <laughs> I just don't want to be try on the and hot win some seat. awards. I don't think we're on the hot seat. Uh, people got spoiled this summer when every week was like a Royal Rumble and a census. Like, you know, it, you got to hit a few singles and doubles sometimes, right, Rob? I guess so. Should we only go for home runs? Uh, I don't know. I guess people want want big swings. Is that what's happening? Is that is that what baseball is in 2019 of a home run or a strike? Yeah, the podcast ball could be juiced. That is possible. <laughs> juice the podcast ball. Uh, you know, I'm excited to announce that we have a new addition to the podcast that you had tweeted about mm. earlier today, uh, which is the official Renap voicemail line. Yeah, and that's not that's. I guess that could be its own episode, right? If we get enough submissions. Oh no, I think it could uh, be part it? of the weekly roundup. No. Oh, it could be. I mean, we could listen right now. Yeah, I thought we wanted to like put compile like twenty and make it a whole episode. Yeah, I thought well, that was to be what fair, your plan was. Based on the way they were recording this podcast, we could not listen to them <laughs> right now and play them for you. But right. on a normal episode, if you go to robinswebsitecom dot com slash renap v m r a a n a p VM. I also asked Will from America to start a tab on our spreadsheet, which would be links. And then we'll have the link to the voicemail there as well. Rob is website.com slash RenapVM. I also, isn't speakpipe.com also a yeah, working I, link? Yes, I think, I think I so. What is it? Speak, speakpipe.com slash Renap. Is that what it, what it, what it what was? Slash Renap. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I also posted. Um, today uh the official submission form for the hot takeoff which could be next week's podcast who knows but if you want to if you want to submit your takes to potentially be in the hot takeoff 
uh, on my Twitter at Keith Twenty Six. Go find it and uh, and take away. And uh, right. already we already have uh, you know about 20, t- 20 takers in there. Have we gotten any voicemails? Have you been able to listen to any voicemails yet? We got a couple today. You know what this feels like? This feels like the first two episodes of Seinfeld, like before I got a mic and we were just like, we were just roughing it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. It's, it's extra spooky. Uh, yes. Uh, the Leprechaun is cut, is cut out all technology and it's just me and you mm-hmm. and someone yelling in the background. <laughs> right like my that my kids are especially out of control right now that they, they there is no power for them either so normally they would be then consumed by whatever nonsense they just uh stare at all day long and now that there you know is no you know tv for them to watch so i think they're just probably losing their minds there's no screens, like there's no iPad. That's that's like well, or we got two hours a, of battery. There's but. an iPad, but there's no battery, or there's no Wi-Fi. So that yeah, we you know watch mm. a lot of YouTube on the iPads. I guess there's some games that they could play, but some of these games even you have to be connected to the internet. Have you ever explained to your kids? I, I guess your kids are a little young to, that there was no internet when we were kids because it's very hard for someone to understand who's like young. I think harder to explain to them is what the internet is. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's like it's hard a hard concept for them to sort of wrap their heads around of what makes the like we have to be connected to this thing, this network of computers and that if we're not connected to it we can't access it. Like when we go on an airplane, why doesn't YouTube work? Well, that's hard for me to understand also. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the internet works. Like if they if they sent me back two hundred years in time to the year like eighteen nineteen, and they believe that I was from the future, and all they had to do all I do was like explain like basically how things worked, so they could have like technology, mm-hmm. you know, two hundred years early. I don't think I would be of any help to them. Like I could tell them that the internet exists, but I couldn't like explain how that works or like electricity or anything like that. Yeah, cars. They'd be like, "This moron's useless." You'd be a good person. For some things, but no, not for like the the details of technology. What would I be good at in 1819? Well, I, I feel like that you're an authority on uh, many subjects, but uh, yeah, like. Well, you think I could bring football like <laughs> I, I could bring football to like, uh, yeah, you know, the early 19th century America. Probably that a number of sports like trust. <laughs> they would be like, this seems dangerous. I'd be like, no, no, no. We, we did studies. It's safe. <laughs> well, Okay. That's how it got started. Uh, so you don't think that you could make sports safer from the start? I guess. I guess we could be like very cognizant of like CT. Do you think I would be? How about this? If I go back to 1819 with my like first grade medical knowledge, am I like the greatest doctor in 1819? No, probably not. You know what I mean? Like, like the best doctor who knows more, the best doctor who like still thinks that you could cure you know, uh, like a some disease by just like gurgling water. Yeah. Or me, who who like, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you'd be much of an upgrade. I mean, you wouldn't have the WebMD to look at. Yeah, I think I would be really useless then. <laughs> I think yeah. I just run in front. Do they have trains? I think I might just run in front of a train. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't terrible. know. I'd have to go back and watch Back to the Future Three again, and that wasn't until the the late 1800s. But let's let's get into Leprechaun because I think that we uh, mm-hmm. might be losing people on this banter. All right. Um, <laughs> Leprechaun <laughs> Two. First off, do you think anybody's like, hey, what, they said they were going to talk about Leprechaun. When are they going to get to the Leprechaun yeah. talk? 
Well, that's the thing with the bad movies that I've noticed because people were so excited about Friends, but people have a connection to Friends, and even the bad shows like Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. or Riverdale are not bad, but you know the less revered shows. Uh, you know, nine hundred two and zero, uh, they have a fan base, but mm-hmm. the bad movies don't have a fan base. You know, uh, Leprechaun doesn't have a fan base. Certainly, uh, some of the other movies that we have in the um, you know, in the crack movie diaper, like Mac and Me or Kazam or Shazam, there's no fan base for them. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Akiva, do people need to have seen Leprechaun 1 for Leprechaun 2 to make sense? Is it like the El Camino? Did you need to know the rich Leprechaun history to be able to enjoy Leprechaun 2? I'd say there's literally nothing you need to know. <laughs> there's one recurring character. He's the titular leprechaun. They make no reference. I mean, this is a sequel one year later, right? Mm-hmm. This is not like a reboot. Yeah. It's called Leprechaun 2. Yep. They don't have a single winking reference to Leprechaun 1. No. Right? No. They they make it other than the leprechaun, who's played by the same actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know has basically the same characteristics and and malicious intentions. Looks the same. There's there's nothing. It looks that it's shot similarly. I believe it's a different director. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that. But like there there is like I don't even understand. Like I guess the IP was so valuable, we needed a Leprechaun too. Yeah, I guess it, it was they a made hit. no effort. Yeah. Imagine you're like the world's biggest Leprechaun fan. You're like, oh, I want to see all my old favorites, Jennifer Aniston, the guy she <laughs> liked. Uh, Lep, the leprechaun, like that is you just get the leprechaun. It's crazy. There's not, there's not even like, ooh, remember that from Leprechaun One? There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, and the movie opens with like a flashback to like a thousand years ago in Ireland, and like this, I guess is this like sort of like Godfather Part Two, where we're like flashing back to the events prior to Leprechaun One. Um, I, I sort of guess, but I also, I mean, he probably has a lot of grudges going on at the same time. He's juggling a lot of balls in the air, the leprechaun, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he probably knows like, oh, 622 years from now, I got to go to like Switzerland and, and kill this lady. And, you know, a thousand years from now, I'm supposed to marry this person. Like he's, he's balancing a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, future sequels in the air. Yeah, I think Mr. Leprechaun. <laughs> he is. And did he die at the end of the first one? What happened? I feel like. Did they think that they killed him? They thought they killed him. I thought he like got sucked up into this thing, but it like he it looks like spoiler like he dies at the end of this one too when he comes back to the third one. So <laughs> yeah, he I'm might very be. Well, that's curious. one of the problems with, with with the leprechaun. By the way, is not named. His name is just called the leprechaun, right? Yeah. They don't even bother ever giving him a name. One of my one of the problems is like his powers are compl- are never explained and are completely random. Yes, right. <laughs> yes, sometimes he seems very <laughs> mortal. And that you could like hit him with a frying pan, and other times it seems like that he is omnipotent and has a uh, magic mm-hmm. where nothing could hurt him. Yeah, absolutely. Like he could dwar- he could morph into other people. Uh, you know, he can fly around. He he, he you know he can like with his mind uh, uh, strangle you with a rope. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, other times other times you bop him on the head and he's <laughs> and and he's out forever. He's dead. There's n- and it's not explained at all. There's no backstory. Yeah. We're, we don't know anything about him. Like, we don't know why he's so violent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know, like, what he wants. But, like, he like we should have had one scene where he's, like, he had a bad childhood. At least he's the main character. Yeah. You're not rooting for the, you know, the people that I guess you could explain in a minute, you know, who are 
who are human sort of stars of the movie are, but like you're not really rooting for them, right? He's not; they're not like the leads of the movie. So I think much. that we're meant to uh, root for the you know the young couple that the leprechaun sure. torments in the movie, but we don't know like much of their backstory. No, uh, not a lot. I like. Yeah, I, I like. I, I don't know what they're going for, <laughs> and we don't know if they're in on the joke either. Mm, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be very super spooky. Although my three-year-old walked in and he said that the leprechaun is not scary. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot. I started watching this movie and then like my kids were walking in and then there's like nudity and there's oh yeah, there is some like, nudity. A lot of- there is nudity. Uh, bri- I'll say brief nudity. If I was going to be like the guy on HBO that decides uh, what how much nudity is in the movie. Uh, so I would give it a BN for brief nudity. You give it a BN. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mr. Skin. <laughs> BN for brief nudity here in The Leprechaun. And I don't have the IMDb open in front of me, so I can't tell you the uh, actors and actresses' uh, names. But uh, we have a, a new cast of characters here with The Leprechaun. And basically the plot of Leprechaun 2, which I'm very uh, sad to say for Jenny Autumn, but... That the leprechaun is thirsty, Akiva. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dare I say the H word? Yeah, don't say the H word. But yeah, the leprechaun, <laughs> he's had, a, he's, I'd say he, uh, is it fair to call him the world's oldest incel? <laughs> yeah. So was the leprechaun a, a person beforehand or was he born a leprechaun? Because there seems to be some talk in the film about how, leprechaun, how leprechauns are born that way. Uh, are you born a leprechaun or do you become one? Uh, I, I know the Lady Gaga song, which I think is yes. about leprechauns. Are leprechauns <laughs> not human? Like they have almost all human characteristics. So I don't know. Are they not human? Mm, I don't know. I think that there's some sort of a magical creature. So did the, the leprechaun had le- leprechaun parents uh, or that? I mean, the leprechaun here is looking for a human wife, but then he talks about making a lot of alterations to her. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that that's how are there only male leprechauns and then they have to take a female human mate and then alter her to look like a leprechaun well i think the 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 leprechaun's issue with uh trying to alter the um the the woman is he wanted to have leprechaun babies yes and i guess she wasn't capable so he had like you know you need to make mess around yeah yeah he had had to make a few uh nips and (laughs) tucks i guess they're not human yeah like maybe he's maybe it's like a mix. Like you have one leprechaun parent and one human parent. I'm not sure how. It works. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, again, we have no evidence that there are other leprechauns or uh, that's, other women. That's the leprechauns. craziest part. Yeah, shouldn't like the third. I mean, maybe it is, but shouldn't like the third movie be like leprechaun versus leprechaun, and there's like a worse leprechaun, and that now like we're rooting. So for you this want like a Silence right? of the Lambs uh, leprechaun, where that they need yeah. our leprechaun to be able to help track down the evil leprechaun. Sort of like what they did with the Terminator, where basically... 100%. Yeah, the Sh- I've never seen them, but The yes. Schwarzenegger Terminator then becomes a good guy after he was the worst Terminator in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that would actually work for this movie. It could, would, would have been more popular. The, the title, which is Leprechaun 2, was originally called One Wedding and Lots of Funerals. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Which I, I guess really played in 1995. I guess. Yes, it was in it was in that time frame, 94, 95, where a lot you know they had uh you know three men and a little baby. They had a wedding and funerals. Like there was a lot of movies named like that. So in the opening uh, sequence of the film, we see the leprechaun, and the leprechaun has like some sort of like a slave. He has like a a guy 
who that leprechaun is his master. What, what did this guy do to end up being the slave of the leprechaun? It's not clear. We have no idea. We don't know if the daughter knows. Uh, we just know that the leprechaun has acquired a slave. Yeah. And the leprechaun tells this guy that he can be free of being his slave once the leprechaun takes a wife because it's the leprechaun's 1000th birthday and that he gets to take a wife. And uh, I mean, the leprechaun really talking up this uh, lovely lass who the leprechaun says, quote unquote, has ample bosom. Uh, yeah, he's only attracted to women. Again, maybe it's because it's in a world where there are no female or other leprechauns. Like, he he doesn't really have any possibility for other love interests. Somehow, he's had the slave for like a thousand years, but the slave is unaware that he is interested in his uh, in his uh, daughter, right? Yes, well, like, that's he's so shocked. Alert. Yeah, that that's going to yeah. be the big reveal of that the slave is like, great, I, I don't care. I'll do it. I'll, I'll kill anybody just as long as you get me free. I'll, I won't let anybody stand in the way of you getting your wife. And then the leprechaun says, oh, she's right over here. Turns out it's the guy's daughter. Uh, yeah, and, and we find out that the the only way for him to obtain a wife is the world's most circuitous and insane uh, <laughs> dating ritual. Yeah, so what is that? If the woman sneezes three times, then she belongs to him. Well, not only that, you're forgetting the, that she has to sneeze three times and then nobody has to say God bless you. Ah, that's right. You, nobody says God bless you. Do you think this is what uh, Jennifer Aniston meant last week when she was talking about giving people a sneezer? Oh, that might be. I like that we brought it all full circle from Jennifer Aniston, that she knows all about the leprechaun curses of giving somebody a sneezer. <laughs> uh, yeah. What if instead of God bless you, you said you are so good looking? Yeah, that would be good, too. Do you think So Jennifer Aniston just joined Instagram, we mentioned last week. How many posts do you think she would have to get to before she, like, Posted a posted a TBT throwback Thursday. Here's me on the set of Leprechaun. Maybe on St. Patrick's Day. Maybe oh, you think St. Patrick's Day of 2021? Like they're they're out okay. of content, and that's what she's down to. But like uh, some photoshops, possibly from from that picture. Why that was uh, she had uh, a lot of uh, work done since then. I feel like I mean that's I, a young Aniston. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. No, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think some people wrote and said she had a different nose in that in that movie. In that movie, I don't know. I, I didn't really remember it being noticeable. Uh, but yeah, Aniston uh, would probably deny that she was ever in Leprechaun One, so I don't <laughs> think it's going to be on her. <laughs> she talked about it on Howard Stern. She can't deny it. Um, yeah, so he's into the slave daughter. I forgot the God bless you part. So if you say God bless you, it mm -hmm. negates it. Why can't like again? This guy has so many powers. Why can't, and he like he doesn't have a great moral compass, right? He's literally right. willing to take a slave, possibly for hundreds of years. Uh, but I guess he's super into like this weird form of consent, mm -hmm. but, uh, this is his only chance because when, when she sneezes three times, he says, God bless you. He screws it up. Yeah. So make sure if you see somebody sneeze in a sneezing fit, just make sure that you say God bless you because they, the leprechaun could be trying to take them as his, uh, next betrothed. And then you want to make possible. sure you protect your friends from always, uh, not having to marry the leprechaun. And so Sneeze one, sneeze two, and then uh, the leprechaun is like blowing like pollen on her. And then the dad finally jumps in and says, God bless you. And which makes the leprechaun irate. But he's going to fix his wagon, Akiva. He says, all right, well, you might have saved your daughter, but that in 1000 years, I'll be back and I'm going to marry your descendant. And I'd be like. Ooh, oh, my 
my relative a thousand years from now, Leprechaun. Ooh, uh, you really got me. Yeah, that, that, it's too much. Like a hundred, I'd be like, all right, I have some connection to that person. A thousand, it's like they will never know you exist. They will never <laughs> care if they found out. No family tree would, uh, like most family trees don't go that far. No right. one would care. That's Nobody too long. <laughs> Nobody would care. Especially not this uh, slave from the 1000s in Ireland that he's going to really have the, the concept of time that, uh, oh, you're going to come back in the year 1995 to <laughs> marry one of my relatives. Yeah. I mean, he really like picked uh, an interesting amount of time because if he picked 900 years, it basically looks the exact same, mm-hmm. right? Like the 900, 1800, not so exciting. Yeah. But then 900 to 1900, you got cars and stuff. We now flash forward 1,000 years to Los Angeles in the then present day Akiva. And I thought that this was mm-hmm. another interesting Renap tie-in. Because basically, this movie is set in the same world that John Travolta's moose will inhabit uh, some uh, 25 uh, uh, odd years later. Yeah, it's it's just like the Hollywood star stuff and and a lot of you know fake scammy tours. <laughs> I, I do think they do they are they do operate in the same canon, the same universe. <laughs> yes. this movie and fanatic. Yes, would Moose approve of the uh, Hollywood uh, tours that are going on in this movie, or is it fake Hollywood? Uh, yeah, I, I think he'd like it because he's he a big horror guy, yeah, right? He's a big horror. He's guy. really into horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Very a long setup short here uh, that there is a, a young man named Cody and then Cody has a girlfriend named Bridget and Cody is sort of like the front man for his Uncle Morty's hearse tours of haunted Los Angeles and the hearse tours really stink. Yeah, so Uncle Morty, uh, for our Seinfeld uh, uh, buddies out there, is Jack Klompus, right? Yes, amazing. It, <laughs> that this was, I was, he, I was like, he looks so familiar, and I couldn't figure it out. And about two thirds of the way into the movie, I figured out that that was Jack Klompus. Yes, that's Jerry's dad's nemesis uh, from Seinfeld. If you're not a Seinfeld fan, but also Jerry's dad's name is Morty, and mm-hmm. in this movie, which is which is uh, uh, you know. Uh, before Jack Klompus gets introduced in Seinfeld, Seinfeld already exists at this point. Uh, he, uh, you know, he's playing his nemesis, you know, a Morty, which is his nemesis name in Seinfeld. Very strange. Morty, he has this business, which uh, what, what's the name of the of the tour company? It is called uh, Dark Side Dark Tours. Dark Side Tours. So they basically they drive you around in a hearse and take you to a bunch of places and say, this place is haunted. Uh, this person got killed here. And so they end up getting like alluring uh, tourists in and then driving them around all day. And so Cody gets a couple of people on the hook and then he has to go end up finding Uncle Morty. But Uncle Morty is apparently an al- alcoholic. Yeah, Uncle Morty is like a we I mean, the, that those scenes like the, I, I, I don't want to like compliment the movie too much. There aren't a lot of like wasted scenes in the movie. It's usually like just action movie. It's an hour forward. and 20 minutes. There's <laughs> Yeah, it's a brisk 80 minutes, but this scene is brutal and is the worst one in the movie. Like he's just in the bar, he's like insanely drunk, but he's not such a like important enough character to spend all this time with him. I didn't mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, and he is told that there are customers waiting and Morty is like fall down drunk, but he is getting ready to drive the hearse around Los Angeles for the tour. He's like walking into walls that it, I mean, now this scene would be, uh, you know, cut, it, immediately 
unlikable character if he's going to be uh, driving innocent people around drunk in an Uber. Yeah. Uh, but this this goes on for quite a while. Yeah, it was a different time, the, the early 90s. It was a different time. Uh, Could we talk a little bit about Cody and Bridget now? Uh, Bridget is uh, the young woman who, uh, spoiler alert, the leprechaun is going to have eyes for. That is the descendant from 1,000 years later. Does she play the same role as the slave's daughter in the opening? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it is. Uh, I think it must be right. I think there's no reason to have cast a second actress. There. Yeah, a uh, very attractive woman uh, who I think went on to do just about nothing else. She never yeah. really happened, nor did the actor who plays Cody in terms of having a career. But I think that she's a brutal actress in the movie. Um, okay, so, uh, here's a review I found of her acting. Uh, it's a tweet from eight years ago from Genghis Dong. Yeah. It says the world's worst actress is Siobhan Durkin. <laughs> she's the love. She's the love interest in Leprechaun 2. A polar bear could do a better job. Hashtag F polar bears. Yeah, she has like the Colleen Haskell thing where it's, you can't really hear her when she's talking. I think she definitely got uh-huh. the part because, you know, like, oh, OK, well, she's uh, she's perfect. She's exactly what we're looking for, for mm-hmm. the, the who the leprechaun would fall in love with. But she doesn't yeah, really like bring a, a lot to the table. Than- yeah, she's a great headshot, I think. I would agree. Um, yeah. I, oh, by the way, the leprechaun also, like, sometimes you can't hear what he says, especially at the beginning of this movie and in the last movie. Yeah. I think they fixed his audio at some point in the, in the second movie because it gets louder. But, um, yeah, not not a great actress. You don't. Re- but to be fair, you know, if I was if I was playing devil's advocate for Siobhan Durkin, the actress, they did not give her like a lot of, you know, they gave like she's the damsel in distress, but they did not give her. A lot of a lot to work with. She's usually by herself, mm-hmm. you know, stuck in the lair, whereas her boyfriend is out, you know, you're having all these. Yeah, uh, she's captured fun, for the last yeah, uh, yeah. half of the movie. So mm-hmm. anyway, but she's very annoyed that Cody has to go and drive the hearse around. She seemed like she had somewhere else to be and that Cody was going to take her there. Were, were they going on a date or Cody was driving her someplace? No, they were going on a date. They were supposed to go on a date. Well, they were supposed to go on a date, but then after Cody drives the hearse around and then wastes the whole day, then he like drops her off at a go-kart place, and then it's almost like that she gets picked up by a different guy to go on a different date at the go-kart place. Yeah, I mean, she... What's yeah, happening I, here? I think like she, she's like, I've had enough of this. I don't have any more patience for this stupid dark side horror tour. You know, just drop me off at the go kart place. I think that's where they were going on their date, and then uh, yeah, she sees this this guy who's who's sort of like the like the d bag friend mm-hmm. uh, who's clearly interested in her, and uh, and so they go on like sort of a date. Uh, I, it's so weird. I mean that he's that this is his girlfriend, and then she's like mad at him, and then she's just like uh, gonna be on a date with a different guy now. It is strange, uh, and, and she's like, I'll get a ride home from this guy. Yeah. And her loyalties are tested here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this guy sees this is his opening and he's all like, OK, I'm all in with Bridget now, who then I guess he drives back to her place and her parents aren't home. And he, he sees that as an opportunity to invite himself in. Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. This is he's like a classic like D-bag 80s boyfriend. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, that we also see the leprechaun is going to arrive in Los Angeles. The leprechaun's home, Akiva, is very unusual. Apparently, there mm-hmm. is a 
Harry Houdini mansion site. And there is a tree there. And the leprechaun lives inside of the tree that is on the Harry Houdini property. Yes. The leprechaun lives in L.A., of course, Mm -hmm. not in Ireland or just randomly. Uh, Yes, he lives in the tree. He's got a whole layer. It's not magical, I don't think, right? He just has a house under the tree. No, I think it's magical because, I mean, they can't escape when they are trying to run out of it. Okay, so there's some magic in the tree. Yeah, I think there's some magic in the tree because it's just a tree and then you go inside of it and there's a whole like uh, maze of caves down there. I mean, there are like, I guess it's Houdini's house. There should be some magic, right? (laughs) I guess there's some magic. And so the leprechaun ends up uh, his first victim is a homeless guy who he sees. And the homeless guy has a gold tooth and leprechaun, you know, he loves gold. So he sees the gold tooth and he just like pulls it right out of the guy's mouth. It's pretty gross. Uh, Yeah, he becomes a dentist. He becomes a leprechaun dentist. Yeah, he also has some, I guess, uh, strong feelings about our Canadian friends, Akiva, because he makes fun of the guy because he's drinking a Canadian whiskey and not Irish whiskey. Yes, everyone knows the best whiskey. What do you think the best whiskey is from? I I guess probably from Ireland. I thought it was Brooklyn. Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah, Brooklyn whiskey has the best. Meanwhile, we see that... uh, What's going on now? Ian... He's the guy that drops off the girl, uh, drops off Bridget, Mm -hmm. and then he's trying to force his way in. And she says, no, good for you, Bridget. And then uh, he says, uh, boy, I guess you're just a tease. Calls her the B word. Yeah. So I read that. Yes. Yeah. I read that um, the the love triangle between Bridget, Cody and, and Ian was supposed to be like a major plot point in the movie. But they basically cut Ian out of the whole movie. Oh, Ian's about to get cut out of the movie real hard. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no question. Uh, it was supposed to be that Ian had dated Bridget and they broke up because he cheated. But uh, they, they completely cut him. Yeah. And so appropriately. Yeah. Then so he walks off and then Bridget is somehow in the garage and is like, hey, Ian, I've been thinking about things. And why don't you come in here? And she's like uh, she lures him into the garage and then acts like uh, she's going to take her shirt off. And then uh, this mm-hmm. is when we get our, our BN here in the movie. Because mm-hmm. Ian thinks that he is uh, mo- moving in slow on Bridget. But then mm-hmm. the two objects that he thinks he is about to touch, turns out that he has fallen victim to the leprechaun's hypnosis and there's actually two giant fan blades that he is about to attempt to motorboat right he is he is <laughs> he, right ian is seeing the motor of a motorboat i believe that's right yeah ian is seeing uh, a beautiful woman whereas the we the viewer realize that you know it, it is actually the leprechaun pretending to be a beautiful woman whereas he is about to be uh, motorboated uh, in half. Yeah. And as I saw this was happening, I, I walked out of the room. I said, I, I don't want to see this. It was a lot. It was a lot. And now, like, I feel like not this has ever happened to me that a woman is just like, <laughs> come on to me, like in the garage or something. But like, if it did, I would assume that there was some sort of like, this is a, a, an illusion and I'm actually going to be chopped up by the fans. Right. You like. should have some sort of like a like a like a stick or like a, like uh, mm-hmm. some sort of like a I don't know what we, like tongs that you can like uh, yeah. before I'm gonna touch anything. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna walk around. Uh, honey, why do you have this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put those tongs away. 
Cody is going to come back and try to make things right with Bridget after they've had uh, a little bit of a of a spat where she was mad. Uh, she you know wasted the whole day. I, I mean, I feel like that Bridget was a little unfair towards uh, Cody. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he was working. He's a hard. He's a hardworking guy. I mean, I guess he's like technically still. Yeah, it's like hey, he's underage. My so he's like still uncle in high school, is right? an alcoholic and was drunk and was going to go drive the hearse around Los Angeles. Like I had to mm-hmm. save the lives of all these people. Uh, what she wanted him to do, like get refund every everybody's money to take her to go on a date with some other guy. Yeah, come on, that's unreasonable. But also, take it easy, Bridget. Does Bridget know that Ian's been chopped into pieces? Because that wasn't really her in the room. That was no, the she doesn't know yet. She's going to try to run out the door at one point and sees uh, his body. I'm not sure if she was able to ID who it was. Yeah, she doesn't because she doesn't seem too worked up about you know who's I guess allegedly her former boyfriend mm-hmm. having been chopped into pieces. Yeah. In her garage. <laughs> anyway, so Cody comes in. He has a dozen roses. Bridget is, uh, I'll say this for Bridget, very easy to get back on her good side. Uh, that all it took was uh, the flowers, and she's she's back, all, all in on Cody again. Yeah, she, the lep- leprechaun should have taken notes. Mm-hmm. She needed to buy her flowers. She would have been all about that. Yeah, that has never happened with my wife, where she's mad at me for something, and I just give her flowers, and then she's over the thing that she was mad at me about uh, with mm-hmm. me. It's never happened. Yeah, my wife isn't into flowers either. Yeah. So uh, I've gotten, my wife has gotten mad at me for not getting her flowers, but it's never that flowers have been the antidote to her being mad at me. I don't think flowers should be the antidote. I do think that's like a weird movie trope. Like, why should flowers solve anything? I don't know, but everything I learned in life, I learned from watching TV. And so I know. Then I get get frustrated when the things that happen on TV, it's, it's not how it works in real life. Yeah, TV's almost always right, but I think like they overestimate flowers <laughs> sort of worth in 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 popular culture. Mm-hmm. Cody is there and uh him and Bridget are talking and here comes the leprechaun. He ends up uh sneaking in and guess what he's trying to do? Pull the old sneeze trick on Bridget and uh mm-hmm. Cody ends up dropping a gazoonite. Yeah, which I, I thought it was only God bless you can save you, but the Gazunite can no no uh, does it the Gazunite count? Uh, no, it didn't. It didn't count. He said Gazunite uh, after the second sneeze, and then he said a God bless you, and that really made the Leprechaun mad. Leprechaun mm-hmm. tries to strangle Cody with the phone, the rotary phone cord. Uh, yeah. Uh, n- I mean, I guess that's dated, but you know. Mm-hmm. Who, who doesn't like a good rotary phone cord strangling? Yeah, I, I, it's technically I don't think it was a rotary phone. What would you call like a phone a touch? pad phone that was on the wall oh okay uh not a cordless phone it's not a cordless it was it was like the basic phone it was like the house phone basically the house phone that was like the standard right there was the old rotary phone then there was the cordless that you would come off and you could actually walk around with it this is just like the basic house phone mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. there was a name for it that we don't remember and so then, you know, the leprechaun is trying to kill Cody. He ends up getting out from the phone cord, but he ends up like dropping like all of the pots and pans in the house on Cody. I will say one thing about Lep. He is really, uh, he, you know, he, he's, he can really use anything in the house or anything at his disposal to, to try and kill you. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like an all purpose murder. Like he can anything that's in that that's in his like uh, in he's his surroundings, he's going to try and kill you with. He's very yeah. resourceful as a murderer. Yeah. And so then he's going to chase Bridget around uh, that he's going to try to make a wedding ring for her. But it's another slave collar. Like he's very into like, I got to put a collar on people. Yeah. I don't know why uh, the 
the what's it called? Like the writers of, of the movie were like, you know what? You know what? Uh, the first movie didn't have enough of slavery. Mm-hmm. We need more. We need more like slavery stuff in this. It's kind of it's kind of a weird. Uh, a weird, you know, path to take for the second film. Yeah, it's a recurring theme in the movie that, you know, there was the slave had the collar. He puts a collar on her here. He puts a collar on her when he has Bridget tied up in his uh, leprechaun dungeon at one point. So, yeah, he's big on collars. Uh, Yeah. 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 What collar do you think he'd be on? What tribe would he be on? Which collar? Mm, gold collar. He'd be the gold or green guy. collar. One of those. Those are his colors, basically. And so he that Bridget, she's feisty. Uh, that she ends up like knocking over his pot of gold, which is weird. The pot of gold, it like sort of like appears and disappears out of nowhere. He doesn't have to schlepperkon the whole pot of gold around. No. He's able to just uh, be able to make it appear whenever he wants, which is nice. Yeah, I mean everything like it's just that his convenience and for the convenience of the sto- of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that that it, that's really what the leprechaun is working with. Yeah, but one of the coins ends up rolling into the kitchen where Cody is buried under all of the pots and pans. And this coin is, I guess, that if you have the leprechaun's coin, then he can't kill you, which I think is also new canon for leprechaun mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that certainly was not the case in the first leprechaun. Well, they also don't know it at the time. They figure it out later in the film. But yeah, it... it uh. Uh, that that was definitely not the case in Leprechaun 1, that just holding gold makes you impervious to all attacks. Unfortunately for Bridget, that she was not holding any of his gold, and the Leprechaun is able to capture her to bring her to his lair. Um, yeah, I, I guess everyone should just walk around with some gold, just, you know, as, as a defense Leprechaun gold, yeah, if you, if you can. But then the Leprechaun chases you also. It is sort of a, it is a curse and a blessing. He can't kill you, but he's going to ruin your life. Mm-hmm, yeah. So back at the leprechaun lair, that's where the leprechaun really starts to lay out the plans for Bridget that she's going to marry him. Uh, she's not happy about this. She's going to try to hit him with a rock. A leprechaun is also really gross. Like I like they they yeah. make it pretty clear. Like he's very slimy. You don't want to marry the leprechaun. He's his hygiene seems pretty weak. Mm-hmm, right, and uh, that he is talking about their wedding night, and it's it's nothing that Bridget seems like she's interested in. Uh, he calls her a frisky lass. Uh, yeah, I mean, and really, I, I don't blame Bridget. I think he's not. She could do better than the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I, th- I think so. I think so. So the leprechaun ends up like wrapping her up like in a, like a carpet and then mm-hmm. has her captured. And then he's going, he talks about that he needs to make some alterations uh, to her, uh, that he looks at her womb. And it just seems like that maybe her womb uh, is not going to be able to fit a litter of leprechauns. He talks about that right, he needs yeah. to make some alterations. Yeah, she needs to she needs to carry leprechauns and there's more of them and she's too, you know, she's too thin or or she doesn't have the right uh, you know, body to 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 birth leprechauns. Yes, I, I guess that the childbearing hips that are required for a litter of leprechauns are probably not ideal. But, but then why but why not find somebody who was? Why well, then why pick her? Yeah, that's true also and also we don't know is he the only leprechaun left? Oh, I guess and like leprechauns can mate with non-leprechauns, but like is this going to really continue the the population of world leprechauns because like if they're really you know such an endangered species maybe she should take one for the team and have the leprechaun babies 
Otherwise, like the leprechaun, you know, species will die with our buddy Lep. Here. Yeah. So you're saying that that if the movie was framed differently, they would treat the leprechaun like an endangered species, and he's <laughs> just doing what's necessary to procreate. Yeah, like we don't know if there are other leprechauns, so we don't know. No, like, how but he needs to. He needs to find a, a that, look. Maybe there's some lady out there who uh, interested in a leprechaun. He needs to find her. He can't. He can't. Force oh, I'm this sure on there's Bridget. a lady out there. No, of course not. But I'm Alas. just saying, like, yes, yeah, so I'm sure there's there's you know there's a woman for everybody, including our buddy here. Like, I'm sure he mm-hmm. can find a leprechaun, uh, yeah. a leprechaun he, lover. He also says that he needs to make changes to her face because uh, she needs to look like a leprechaun because he says that the wee wounds won't suckle if you don't look like them. He's a little too horny, this guy. <laughs> Sorry for saying the H word, this guy. <laughs> How does he know so much about raising leprechaun babies? I mean, he's, a, he's like 2,000 years old. He's been around the block a bunch of times. Mm, okay. So he also then pours all of his gold on top of Bridget and then is able to, just from looking at his poured out gold, notice that one of his shillings are missing, which I don't even understand how he's able to realize that. He just dumps it all out on the ground. He's like, wait, uh, my coin is missing. I know, it's like a set of baseball cards. If you If you have enough time with it, you could realize like, oh. It's like my Adrian Danley card is missing. I like. I feel like this is his whole life. Is these? There's only like fifty coins. He could fit. You know, he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows what's there and what's not there. Okay. All right. So he ends up giving her a proper wedding dress. He calls it, which is red. Uh, I guess is that proper for a leprechaun wedding? Maybe in their culture. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. So she's not wearing white at the leprechaun wedding, uh, but he's going to leave her alone. He needs to go out and look for that coin. And so we're going to see, meanwhile, Cody is going to go out and look for Uncle Morty. He tells him about a leprechaun. Morty is a doubter. He's not believing this. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough sell, right? Like, no, the reason, you know, all this happened is, is because. The leprechauns out there. You sound crazy. Yeah. And I, uh, wh- at what point would you believe someone if they, if I'd they have to see the leprechaun? leprechaun. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd buy anybody's leprechaun story. Mm-hmm. And, and even still, Wait, I'm like not an sure. Instagram picture. <laughs> no, not an Instagram picture. Instagram picture. Like I went out to the bar last night. It's me and the leprechaun. It's not fake. You know, <laughs> like if you tag him, like other people posted pictures with the leprechaun too. You're not believing that. No, I have to see the leprechaun. Okay, fine. I'm not buying that. That you know, it could be an Instagram filter. There's a lot of different things it could be. Mm-hmm. The leprechaun is, you know, something that Morty does not really believe in. But then he shows up, and then uh, Morty does believe him. There is an incident where the leprechaun uh, is trying to get through. They like go out a fire escape, and the leprechaun uh, puts his hands on iron. Iron bars are uh, they uh, burn the leprechaun? Is this new Akiva? Was this a thing in Leprechaun One? Yeah, I think so. Iron. They're, again, they're playing this all by ear. Yeah, yeah. That iron burns him. The only the only co- continuity is that he likes coins and he murders. Yeah. People. And speaking of murdering people, that the police have found the body of the guy that got cut up in the in the fan accident, and they think that Cody is the killer. So the police are looking for Cody. Yeah, throughout the whole movie, Cody is Cody's wanted. Mm-hmm. So what? The, oh, it's also St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Well, of course, we couldn't have a leprechaun, leprechaun movie birthday. not on yeah. St. Patty's. Day. Yeah. So the leprechaun uh, is looking for Cody and Morty. So they slip into the local Irish pub, which is packed to the gills with people wearing leprechaun regalia. 
Uh, yeah, I, like there are so many people in Leprechaun, you know, attire at a normal, you know, uh, uh, St. Paddy's Day bar. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But this uh, St. Paddy's Day bar has not only brought out all of the St. Patrick's Day enthusiasts, there's also a number of little people that are also visiting yes. uh, this bar. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So the uh, Leprechaun ends up spotting Morty and Cody at the bar. And uh, they end up to thwart the leprechaun. Morty like challenges him to a drinking contest. Yeah, it's very casual, right? Like it's not there's not a lot of like, hey, you've been out murdering today. It's just like, yeah, of course, you know, uh, we're going to we're going to we're going to sort of drink with each other and be competitive. Yeah. And so basically Morty says like, hey, it's my my friend that he's getting married. Uh, let, let me get a shot of whiskey. And the leprechaun is a little bit like, uh, I don't know. Uh, nobody seems to think like, well, well, what is wrong with this person? Why does he have such yeah, a creepy leprechaun face? They're like challenging his uh, sort of his manhood. And then he's like, then he's like, all right, now yeah. I'm into it. Well, Morty is like, oh, I guess you can't handle your liquor then. And leprechaun is like um, all Marty McFly and says oh you're challenging me to a drinking contest and so the leprechaun ends up getting super plastered oh uh, yeah he gets drunk out of his mind and he's supposedly a big time drinker but i'm not impressed with you know how he controls his alcohol here yeah and then he ends up, they end up closing out the bar with the leprechaun who's now completely wasted he tries to kill morty and cody with an ashtray but he's all drunk trying to do his magic and it's not working yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. And so the leprechaun ends up going to like a uh, nearby espresso shop and then has like five cups of coffee. Uh, yeah. And something else. <laughs> yes. Why? What else does he have? A murder. Oh, a murder. Yes. He uh, has a murder because, yeah, the guy who's working at the espresso bar is kind of a jerk. He's making short jokes, and so you know that it's not going to go well for this guy. And so the leprechaun ends up killing this guy by... He puts forks through his hands, and then he sprays him in the face with the uh, espresso steamer. Yeah, it's a weird decision by, uh, the, by like the director and whatever. Some of the murders... By, the leprechaun is like a loathsome, uh, irredeemable person, right? Or, or a character. Mm-hmm. But then, like, every movie, he kills one or two people that are like, oh, they had it coming. Like, that person yeah. deserved it. Now, right? you kind of feel it's like you're, you're on his side for some of these. Some of these. Like, this guy is loathsome, and, he's, and like, you're fine with him killing the rude guy who made the short joke, who's the barista. Mm-hmm. So, Cody and Morty realize that, hey, at that race car place, there was a big iron safe there we could get the leprechaun in there, and then we can trap him. That's how we'll stop the leprechaun. So they head on over to the go-kart race car place. And so that that's where they're going to lure the uh, leprechaun to. But it ends up working at first, Akiva, where Morty and Cody, they end up getting the leprechaun into the giant iron safe. They sort of they, they hide it like behind a door and the leprechaun is, I guess, so clumsy. He they open the door. He runs right in. They close the safe. Yeah, it's a pretty good plan, honestly. It's about <laughs> as good a plan as you could come up with. Yeah. And now Morty, I, I don't know if we've talked about how Morty that uh, in addition to being an alcoholic, he is also very greedy. He's always looking to, uh, for that next grift. Yeah. Yeah. Not a great guy, Morty. 
Yeah. And he seems to be under the impression that leprechauns also grant wishes. If you capture the Mm -hmm. leprechaun, you get three wishes. Now, I was always under the impression that's a genie, not a leprechaun. Yeah. I didn't think that either, but the leprechaun does not dispute this fact. Yes. And so Morty, now that the leprechaun is captured in the safe, he ends up then uh, ultimate betrayal of Cody, locks Cody in a closet where Cody can't get out. So Morty can get his three wishes. Uh, yeah, so leprechauns apparently do grant wishes. Okay, I didn't know that. I don't know if it was part of the I didn't first know that movie. either. I remember they yeah. had to put like a leprechaun on top. If you captured the leprechaun and then you put a cl- clover on top of the box, a four-leaf clover, then he couldn't escape. Yeah, no, I think they do grant wishes. That's part of the that's that's part of the mythology. Okay, so a leprechaun has to give you three wishes. So Morty says, I could wish for a million dollars. I could wish for a billion dollars. I could wish for a pen that writes upside down with zero gravity, but mm. he says, I would wish for your pot of gold. Give me, yeah, I want your pot of gold, Leprechaun. Uh, yeah, why, do you think it's worth more than a billion dollars? Like, just wish for a billion dollars, dummy. Yeah, you got to sell the gold. I answer a lot of questions. You got to uh, schlepprechaun it around. And so, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, a billion dollars probably would have been better, but the leprechaun, he's a trickster. And what does he do, Akiva? Oh, uh, yeah, this is great. I, I, I this is great oh, you like this? leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, he puts, I, it's like a, a unique sort of movie thing. He puts the pot of gold inside Morty's stomach. So now his like, stomach has ballooned to yeah. have a giant pot of gold inside. Yeah, and obviously, he's struggling physically. Like a uh, Jiffy Pop type uh, thing yes. going on where yes. Yes. it's a very uh, poor prosthetic that they end up putting oh, onto. I, that goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they almost like have like a flesh colored plastic bag in front of. And when people punch each other in this movie, they don't even like show it. It's it's like off screen almost <laughs> like they, they, they like they, the camera like darts away at the last second. Yeah. I mean, obviously the prosthetic for the giant stomach doesn't really work here yeah so morty is dying he's getting filled in his stomach with all the leprechaun's gold and so he's trying to tell the leprechaun to make it stop leprechaun says you got a wish for me to be out of this safe that's i need that wish to be your second wish and then i can do it so he does that and then lep- and then he says okay I, you got a wish for the gold to be out of you and the leprechaun uh, takes it out the hard way just an unbelievable mismatch between Morty and the Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun's li- literally dunking on his head every on every play here. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, total, uh, you know, bad job by Morty. Yeah, the Leprechaun's the Patriots, and the the Jets are Morty. Mm-hmm. So what happened to Morty's spleen? Was that was that okay? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If he was wearing Sam Darnold's armor, would that have like held everything in place? Yeah, I think the gold coins got intercepted yeah. a few times. Uh, he was seeing ghosts, certainly, uh, after That's, that. Oh, yeah, that, that, is, that is accurate. Uh, so, <laughs> Rob gave himself. Yeah, Cody ends up, he gets out of the closet, and then he ends up then uh, f- discovering uh, his uncle's, uh, you know, completely exploded uh, carcass. Uh, it doesn't seem too upset, right? No, I nobody's upset enough with the deaths in this movie. <laughs> All right. And so the chase is on for the leprechaun. He ends up he the leprechaun uh pops back in at his house. He like he like comes out of like an exploding rock, right? Yeah, it's weird. It it is weird. Um Cody ends up uh having a uh, a battle with the leprechaun 
And uh, the leprechaun has like some sort of like a weirdo uh, Mario Kart that has like spikes on it. Yes, it's strange. Mm-hmm. And he ends up at one point, he runs over Cody, but because Cody has the leprechaun's coin, the leprechaun's mm-hmm. car goes right through Cody. Can't kill him. One little thing is when he fought with the security guard, who isn't super important to mention, mm-hmm. when Morty, right beforehand, I, I wrote yeah. down this line, I loved it. So Morty, like when they're going into the, the place where they eventually trap the leprechaun, uh, the security guard who's like gets, you know, in his short time on screen, gets like belittled a lot for just being a security guard. He yeah. says, Do you, I'll have you know, I've had 60 hours of combat training and Morty knocks him out. And, and his line as he walks away is should have had 65. Yep. Yeah. Not 61. Line. 65. <laughs> yeah, Five more line. hours. You could have beat Morty. Uh, so. We ultimately end up going from uh, the racetrack to back to Leprechaun's house. Uh, we see that Bridget has found some sort of an awl. Uh, is that what it's called? Did it, like to make a hole in a belt? Uh, I don't know what it's called, but yeah. it sounds right. Yeah. And so she's trying to kill the Leprechaun. That that doesn't work. Uh, they're having a, a, a whole chase around the leprechaun's uh, magical maze. You can't escape there. That's part of his magic. If you go to his hideout, mm-hmm. uh, Cody ends up having a battle with a skeleton who turns out to be a skeleton of the guy who was, I guess, the slave from the first part of the movie. Yeah. So basically, her her in law, her great 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 grandfather, his great 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 grandfather in law, if he marries his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Akiva, how did they get that guy's bones all the way to Los Angeles from Ireland? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, there's a lot of magic involved. Uh, the leprechaun can do things if he if he he'll he'll get you bones if you need some bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're not talking about the David Boreanaz uh, project. Oh no, we're not talking about David Boreanaz at all <laughs> because we don't want to. You know, Boreanaz, he's got. You, do you see that he has two hundred fifty million dollars according to two hundred fifty million? Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to. We don't want any of that smoke. Is that accurate though? Yeah, Celebrity Net Worth is famously accurate. <laughs> they do a lot of they do a lot of combing through documents and stuff. Yeah, okay. Because I mean, do the math on that. I mean, how many shows has he been on? And then- supposedly he's been on a show every year since like basically when the Leprechaun Two era was around, nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, how many million dollars a year is he making on these shows? Did you see our uh, potential future guest Hannah Shapiro? Yes. Inter- did a, did a, a piece for was it Men's Health magazine? Yeah. With Boreana, she did his like workout routine with him. Mm-hmm. So we're we're like one or two degrees. Well, that's from why I said that Boreanaz. she has a, a money in the bank pass. I feel like that we might be able to uh, have her on for the Boreana's cast. Do you think we could get we could get DB himself though? Is the no, question? No, definitely not. Why not? He, he's not like I mean he's got a lot of money, but he doesn't have that many followers. I feel like it's possible. We might be able to get that woman on Twitter that blocked Liana. Oh yeah, well, that woman we could for sure get. <laughs> Hey, don't get cocky, Akiva. We don't know we could get her. Yeah, that's true. Not after this episode. We might not be able to get anybody. <laughs> anyway, uh, yada, yada, yada. That code, There's a lot of uh, chasing Cody and Bridget around the leprechaun's hideout. The leprechaun, mm-hmm. he ends up as one more trick up his sleeve. He's going to pretend to be Bridget and says to Cody, hey, just give me that gold shilling back. He won't bother us anymore. Just give it to me. He ends up giving it to the leprechaun, but it was actually a chocolate coin that he got at the St. Patrick's Day bar. It wasn't the real gold shilling. It's pretty good. You got got. They got, they got him. And so 
that the leprechaun is uh, tricked, uh, that he ends up uh, trying to, he thinks he tricked Cody. Cody tricked him. They end up expl- uh, just blowing up the leprechaun. How did they, how did they blow up the leprechaun? I mean, I, it's not clear. Right? Like, I, does he like stab him or something, and then he just explodes when he stabs? Oh, like, you know, the... yeah, he had like an iron bar, and then he like yeah. uh, stabs him with oh, the is iron. That, he's shiv. like allergic to the iron. Yeah, or and then and then he really—it's it, a very violent explosion for the leprechaun. And I sort of was waiting yes. for like some sort of like post-credit scene where the leprechaun ends up like uh, coming back together, but yeah. he he does not. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if they figured... that would have that would have really paid attention to the continuity, and they try they. Uh, Rob, it's not like they didn't know they were going to like make a Leprechaun three. They almost filled two and three together and made three the trial for from like the Leprechaun on trial for like everything he did in two. The trial is that for real? Yeah, yeah, that's what, what I read. Yeah, but instead they it's went the a different Seinfeld direction. Ending. <laughs> yeah, and and for the 80th time in a row, uh, just have him. They have, he goes like this. Movie two is in uh, L.A. Movie three is in Vegas. Vegas, but yeah. It, there's no there's no it doesn't appear there's any uh you know other characters who who continue on from two just like one right. to two no, nobody is uh moving on to the next movie so that's leprechaun two akiva what what was your yeah. feeling leprechaun two versus leprechaun one i think as a movie like it might have been more interesting like i it wasn't mm-hmm. as good of a movie but like it moved at pretty brisk pace uh i wasn't bored watching it really went by quickly it went by quickly um I just, I, you know, I, like, why are we trying if they're not trying? That's one of my questions. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they put so little love into these movies. Oh, I was very pumped up to come into Leprechaun 2 and, and watch it. But, yeah, I felt <laughs> probably closer to watching The Animal than watching the original Leprechaun 1. Discussing the rationale for a Leprechaun sequel with Fangoria, the, the actor who plays Leprechaun Warwick Davis said, money's definitely the answer, alluding to a pay increase for his role as the titular villain. What I'm saying is, I, I don't know if we need to look at Leprechaun 3. I know. I, I came in. <laughs> yeah, because I thought that we were like the Leprechaun guys. I thought we were the Leprechaun guys, too. Yeah. I, I, I'll say this. Like, just as an example, like last week we kicked North out of the... Um, the crack movie diaper, and very few people complain. Right. If there's an uproar and people are saying you need to do Leprechaun 3, I would be willing to reassess. Yes. Okay. So. But I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think so. I don't know if there was uh, as much to get into here on Leprechaun 2 as there was, I feel like, with Leprechaun 1 had Jennifer Aniston, uh, led us down to the IMD bags path a little bit. Uh, I just don't know if the, le- mm-hmm. like, we get it. We know what the Leprechaun can do. And apparently, what he can't do is nothing. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And what if we skipped to space? What if we went to Leprechaun 4 in space? That's probably way more interesting than three. I guess right? maybe if we have like, is there a leprechaun aficionado that could let us know? Oh, two is the worst in the series. They come back strong in three. Should we get Chester to rank all six <laughs> leprechauns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that would be fantastic if we could uh, get some sort of a, a ranking on it. But did we get any questions from the listeners about the leprechaun? No, not one yeah. person watched it with us. So I don't know if not leprechaun that we asked is to. capturing the uh, hearts and the minds. Like I feel, but like I, that... no, I think people were excited for this. I mean, not like maybe they won't be excited afterwards, but 
People were not like I didn't see one person like oh I, I didn't want Leprechaun. People were like that's what I was rooting for in of the bad movies. Yeah, I, I think that maybe the first time around we were you know it was fun to explore the world of the Leprechaun, but now we're sort of just like thrown right back into it. And uh, I mean I don't know how much more mythology there is to explore with the Leprechaun. How much more mythology? Yeah, I don't know. Let's let's let the people decide. Let's see what let's see what people. Uh, you know, we're leaning towards no, but we could be swayed, right? And also like. We did this in October 2018. Now we're back in 2019. Maybe it's like a Halloween season thing where we could take a little year off from Leprechaun and maybe we'll be excited for, you know, we'll forget that we didn't really uh, love this film. And then maybe, you know, we'll be excited for to see this anew in uh, 2020. Okay. A new decade. All right. So what we're going to do now is get into our mailbag and we're going to stop down and we're going to reconvene on our mailbag at a point where I have power and I'm able to end up recording the podcast in a more conventional manner because that's what we need to spin the wheel and update the wheel and do all those things that we need for the second half of the show for the mailbag. So let's go now to a point in the future where I have power, Kiva. (laughs) Okay. And we are back. It is update about 36 hours later from when Akiva and I last spoke. Uh, It is Saturday and I am back doing uh, what I'm normally doing here in the studio. What do you normally do? I mean, I'm standing here talking into computers that are plugged in and have electricity. And Akiva is in the same spot, I presume, as where he was when we left off. What? So you are you are standing right now. Yeah. You always stand when you podcast. Well, when I do a podcast on video, I sit down. Right. I mean, to me, that's so crazy because like you had you have like the dream job for a lazy man, which is you never you cannot leave your house like you have to stay home. And, mm-hmm. you know, assuming the power's on, which usually it is like you get to sit down and podcast and fine. Like in the morning, I know you go work out or something, but like it's crazy that you stand. Uh, I wish you, that yeah. that was the case. You don't right work now. out in the morning. I, I like to, but I've really just that uh, I've been, been slacking. Very, it's been, been very hard for me to find the, the motivation right now. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, but that's crazy that you stand to me. I mean, it's good. I if you if people saw like the position I've done, like 600 podcasts in, which is like laying back on like an easy chair, basically, mm-hmm. I am now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like le- the most exercise I get is leaning over to the mic so I could speak into it. Mm-hmm. Try. I feel like I have uh, more energy when I am standing. If I'm doing like a like a in depth like uh, sit down interview, like I do find that like uh, okay, I could really like focus on what the person is saying. Where mm-hmm. you know I sit down, I feel like that that helps it. Uh, but that that is not what this is. Yeah, this is a stand up podcast. This is a stand up podcast. Yeah, I like to be on my feet. I feel like I have uh, more more energy. But we're lo- we're lo- we're losing people again. The people that skipped ahead for the leprechaun stuff now now they're we're they're seeing what else is in their podcast feed. Yeah. Uh yeah, I uh, hopefully this is everyone's favorite episode of the 55, but who knows. Yeah, we'll um, see. Yeah. Uh can I draw Okay, so we talked before about it's November sweeps, right? The next podcast is going to come out, Rob, in November. Um I feel like we have to up the ante. Well, up up the ante. Okay, well mm-hmm. what do you want to do? So, uh let's start off uh November sweeps. Uh I have some breaking news. Okay, do we uh, need the the drop? Yeah, you. I mean, if you want to, if you want okay. the drop, let's All get right. the drop. Akiva has breaking news since our last podcast. Breaking news are happening now. 
Uh, it has been I've been informed uh, after we last recorded, but before right now, that the masked Renapper is ready to go on the wheel. OK. Yeah, about that. So, yeah. So that's a big one for November sweeps. And how about this? Uh, we discussed the podcast Two Angry Men. OK. Yeah. Which was uh, someone comes on and pitches us famous true crime stories. And you and I tried to figure out who did it. Mm hmm. And we said we needed the right guest and the right producer for the show. Yeah. So we have a uh, uh, volunteers have already been working on it. So if you say no, you, you've wasted all of their time. Mm -hmm. um, and that duo that have been working on it is Amanda Rabinowitz and Antonio Mazzaro. OK. Two previous right. guests. I believe that the podcast guest would be Amanda. Antonio's welcome, too. But that that is the duo that is working. On Wait, hold on. They're working on it or that this is you're pitching me on there. That they're the guests. The, uh, I'm pitching on I'm pitching you, but I think they've already at least like figured out which cases to do and stuff like that. OK, I don't think it's ready for the wheel, but are we ready to sort of put it in the in the, uh, you know, ready when they're ready category? Yeah. So I, I think that two angry men is a bad name for the podcast. OK, I, I feel like that a lot of people are going to hear that name and think that this is like some sort of uh, political talk show, uh, Two Angry mm. Men. So I think that it could use a better name. Okay. But you're you're fine with the format. I think the yeah. format is a good idea. Look, All right. So we got you, time. It's not even on again, the wheel yet. People you could, could pitch tell a better me, name. You know, Antonio Mazzaro and Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz are going to come on the podcast and they're going to, you know, uh, read my high school yearbook. And I'd say, OK, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on I that. I agree. Uh, so two angry men. Uh, I just don't think that that's a good name for what okay. this is. OK. Too uh, cute. It, may, it may just be Dr. Amanda. I don't want to promise Antonio, although Antonio, you know. Conspirapod 3, I think we said 20 episodes, so it's not that far away from possibly being back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe like uh, Robin Akiva, better than Serial. Uh, something like I feel like that okay. we can improve on the title. All right. Uh, yeah. How about uh, listeners can pitch us titles. Uh, I will give the winner $1. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Oh, PayPal them $1. That's good. Whoever, okay. whoever comes up the title. So we've page. just put greenlit two things. For, yeah. One on the wheel. For the yes. wheel. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That, and that's before Mount Renatmore, even. Yeah. We so, that that was that's just sort of like the miscellaneous pile we got going. Okay. And that not that podcast, not the miscellaneous podcast. No. Um. Uh. All right. I also thank you to uh our, our friend at Jess Sterling or not at Jess Sterling. Why would she just, do? She um she was one of the volunteers to help me clean up the mailbag. She turned it into uh, a spreadsheet, and now I have a fancy spreadsheet oh. with with all the ideas. Yeah, uh, we got a bunch of a bunch of uh, listeners offered to help. So I've, I've got, you know, someone helping me with the mat bracket. I got all sorts of uh, we got okay. a lot of balls in the air on this podcast. All right. So do you feel like that what happened here was that we got some negative feedback like they uh, some of the listeners turned up the heat on us and now that now they're seeing results? Yeah, I think so. They put our feet to the fire and now they said, you know, the mailbags to th the the the. Not the mailbag's too thin. The uh, what you call it? The wheel is too thin, and we added stuff to the wheel. And they said it's too, you know, we, 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 there's too much chaos in the mailbag, and now yeah. we've sort of, you know, really cut out the chaos. Well, I feel like that the negative feedback uh, definitely did work here in this case. I don't think so. I think I was working on this stuff anyway. Mm, okay, maybe All not. Right. I don't know. 
Yeah, the tough love approach from the listeners uh, seemed to encourage more tough love. I'm not encouraging it. I'm saying that it's I'm I'm just being the the neutral observer here where it feels like it worked. Okay, Um, I will say, you know, last week you you tried to claim that the show is overrated. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not one person said, yeah, you guys are overrated, but we got a bunch of like, what are you guys talking about? It's underrated. Underrated. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, probably prop. We're probably properly rated. (laughs) <laughs> yeah either i probably overrated is not the right word it's either that we're uh underrated and appreciated by the people that listen or people are oblivious to it so there's not a ton of people that are uh, even know about the podcast to be overrated that's true i do think not to be like too self-referential i think like if somehow we could get more people who like are outside of our sphere they would like the show. Like I, we have the best, we have sort of the best sort of hook of any podcast in the game. Nobody's <laughs> got a better premise than us. I mean, right? Let's not get carried away. Who's got Good what? Premise. Everyone else is like watching crappy movies or something. Well, that's just I like, mean, that's. A, <laughs> did you listen to the first hour of this podcast? No, it was a skip for me. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into Mount Renat more. We got a lot of ideas today. Um. I have written here. This isn't an idea. I don't know why it's in my mail. But it just says, can Rob Mouth Trumpet name that tune? So it's like a name that tune, Rob Mouth Trumpeting. Hmm. Oh, you know what it was? Somebody wanted you to Mouth Trumpet the theme song one episode, I think. We almost did that during the blackout. Yeah, we almost did that today. Yeah. By the way, uh, just blackout update. Um, I it was my power went down at one thirty before I talked to Akiva. Then we mm-hmm. were down until 2.30 a.m. Brutal. Yeah. Thirteen hour blackout. Uh, did you guys leave the house? Did you like go out for dinner? What do you do? We've been no. in this scenario once um, or twice. The Nicole and the kids had you know their daily uh, Halloween celebration uh, that they mm. needed to uh, go off to, uh, celebrating Halloween uh, no less than seventeen times here in the month. That's of October. a month now, right, Rob? Month. Like uh, Halloween month. is the whole month. Yeah, that was it. And then uh, I went to Starbucks for like two hours and answered a bunch of emails. And that was the extent. And then I came home and sat in the dark and waited for my family to come home. Does any holiday make you wish you were Jewish more than Halloween? You said last year that you hated Halloween and you you were more of like a a Hanukkah guy. Well, yes, I, I, I love the appeal of Hanukkah. I think that that would be... Um, you know, also like the in terms of like uh traveling for the you know high holidays. Am I saying that right? Yes, correct. Yes. Um, you know that it seems like that like one of the best times of the year to be flying around, uh, to be to be with family, uh, here in the fall. Where then to you know oh you're not coming home for Christmas worst time of the year to be traveling. You're fighting. You know the lines are you know uh, around the block at the airport. Prices are jacked up. Uh, it's brutal to try to travel during that. And I, and I like the the daily like my my idea for Christmas is like, hey, one present an hour. Let's mm-hmm. slow down the present orgy of like 25 minutes of, uh, hey, we're so we're, we're let's open up everything in sight. And now it's 10 minutes later and everybody is crying. Yeah, I like it. I, you're right. That's a good point that I don't think uh, people have made where we're going like against the traffic during yeah. for the for oh, the high holidays through. yeah that's smart i've never even heard heard someone like who's who is jewish make this point which is yeah i wonder if like our you know the like uh our forefathers thought of that before there were cars you know yeah. thousands of years ago i'm on the outside looking in with my nose pressed up against the glass <laughs> of like wow wow look at that look at that uh so yeah i am very jealous 
All right, cheaper flights. Who knew? And then you don't have to do anything Christmas time. It's great. You just sit home and eat Chinese food. Uh, I, which would be my holiday. That would be like uh, I'm, I'm very jealous of that too. Of like do yeah. nothing and eat Chinese food. You can watch Christmas uh, movies. Nobody, yeah, and there's no traffic. You go wherever you want. I think that that would be you know also ideal. So I'm um, yeah I'm very very jealous about the whole thing. Um, but yeah. What so- if you what if you celebrate Christmas like June 25th, six months later? Like you guys were you guys were just had our own thing. You had your own um, thing. Like, no, our Christmas is in June and we do it. And there's, you know, you could fly much cheaper and the presents are probably cheaper. Everything mm-hmm. is better. Well, you know, I like Hanukkah. I want to, I want to get in on Hanukkah. One present a day. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Eight and there's things. not a big, you don't have to like sit with your family for 10 hours. Like you might mm-hmm. have one night of a party, but it's not like, it's just like a whole day all day. Like it's all right. We're going to light the candles. The kids are going to, you know, sit on the couch and yeah. we're going to give them a present and then they can go play with it. And then. Also, just uh, help me out here, just in terms of like, uh, tell me if I'm getting too personal. The uh, gift exchange between you and your wife. Are are you getting married eight presents? First of all, like, have I ever said no? That's too personal of a question in in six years of podcasting. And would that question be the one to set me off? Like, sorry, Rob, that's none of your business. Um, No, I've told you this. Mary and I, there's no such thing. Like, grownups don't get each other. Uh, see, Hanukkah presents. I feel like no, this, yeah. does not exist. The, the, I mean, yeah. someone's going to write in and say they do, but I've never done it. Chester and his wife don't even give their kids famously, if you remember Hanukkah mm-hmm. presents. He mm-hmm. said that's a made up thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Giving your kids is presents is he a made He said up it's thing? not a real thing. And then everyone yeah. wrote in is like, what are you talking about? So and go back to then if I was Jewish, I wouldn't have to observe Halloween. I mean, if you were Orthodox, you probably you, you couldn't do Halloween when when Chester's wife you know, became Orthodox. She, the thing she was most shocked about was like, we don't do Halloween. Yeah. We have our own Halloween. It's Purim. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like St. Patrick's Day plus Halloween. Cause it's like the grownups drink okay. and the kids dress up and get candy. So, all right. So now I'm not observing Halloween. Kids come and knock at my door. What do I do? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't answer it. I say, sorry, sorry. Kids. No, you still, Guess no, what? no, no, no. You still have to give them candy. That you, oh. When you don't observe Halloween, that means you don't go well, out, I was but you can't to, be the Grinch. I was about to go convert by the end of the week. <laughs> no, that's rude because then everyone's like egging the Jews houses. That would be bad. <laughs> you don't want that. No, you give, you give candy if the kids knock. Maybe you're not going for like the full size Hershey bars, but. Um, you have to give candy. You're still part of a community, but you don't, uh, you don't listen. If you live where I grew up, then two people knock on your door the whole night if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, but, uh, y- you just don't, you don't go out and collect candy or have to go to any parties or have a Halloween season, which has been six weeks for you at this point, And we're barely up, up to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, all more food for thought. Yeah. Uh, speaking of food, I wrote this down this week. Uh, Robin Akiva have a midnight snack. Okay. Uh, this Explain. is okay. Me and you are recording. It's midnight. I don't know if it's midnight for you. I don't know if it's midnight Eastern time. Maybe it'd be tough for midnight for both of us. It w- well, that would be. I mean, maybe I'll come to your house one time, and it'll be midnight for both of us. Oh, that'd be fun. Meet you in the middle, like it'll be is Omaha, Nebraska, like eleven o'clock central. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Um, and then uh, so we just do a midnight podcast. So you're a little loopy, and then we uh we text all of our friends, you know, like the Josh Wigglers of the world. You up. And if anybody's up, we call them. Hmm. So it's like a banter episode, but maybe we're calling we're calling our friends and we're also having snacks because it's mid. Yeah. Well, one, it's definitely you're going to get hit with the. Oh, well, uh, Robin Kiva play favorites. You're that you're walking right into that one. Well, what, uh, what if, they, how about so what if it's not our friends? Me? Yeah. What if it's not our friends? People could sign up for a midnight phone call from us. 
Well, who would want a midnight phone call? I bet a lot of people would want. They're lonely, maybe. They're they're you know they're by themselves or their their spouse fell asleep and they're they're staying up. And why is it called midnight snack? This is called like a Robin Akiva booty call. People, this is not (laughs) well. I don't think that title a, a midnight snack. Well, it's at midnight, and we're each having midnight snacks also. (laughs) <laughs> we're eating on the podcast, Tim. Well, right, we're eating before on I'm the podcast. Oh, Rob hates when people eat on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Nobody likes to hear chewing. Yeah. Um, okay, fair. Uh, another, some more miscellaneous things from this file that that uh, my old file. Now, not now that Jessica Sterling has cleaned it up. Uh, best friend finder. We this is this is one of these like wouldn't be on the pod wouldn't be on the wheel for a year. We it's kind of like the Rehabschler, but for best friends. People can sign up, we'll match them with friends, and they basically will document via audio like a year of them becoming best friends, and then we'll have someone splice it together, and one year from now, this goes on the wheel, and we also guess, are they still best friends or not? For mm-hmm. about 10 couples of best friends. Okay. Best so friend this finder. Is, this is interesting. This is really like long lead type of stuff. This is the stuff that's going to win us a podcast award. So Yeah, the Pemmys. Two people, the podcast two people are going to become best friends and they're going to keep an audio diary for a year and then we're going to listen to it. Mm -hmm. I think it would have to be at least, I think it's multiple couples of best friends though. Hmm. Okay. Uh, And then, you know, but also I think there's a fun element of like us guessing whether they're best friends or not at the end. Uh, And listen, if nothing happens, like it doesn't have to be an episode, but uh, you know, I think we could get someone to cut this together. Yeah. So, um, tell me, are we, we're, there's multiple people are doing this? Yeah, I think maybe we've picked three couples or something. Okay. Three best friends. Because and it's not for couples. It's not for dating. Yeah. No sane person is going to keep up doing this for a year. I, I, I feel like, yeah, what, what the hey? Put there's it no into, downside here. Send it into development. If it happens, it happens. And then if it doesn't, then, you know, no, no harm, no foul. Yeah, I agree. I, I do need a, a lead producer on this. So if you think you're the person for this, hit, hit me up. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, I'll make up a form next week for uh, people who want to sign up. And, you know, yeah. what do you want? What do you want in the best friend? And like, if, what it would you ask for? if it doesn't happen, then it can go be in the, you know, land of, you know, podcasts that never came together like Frail Mary's fan fiction. Well, I think that's still going to happen. OK. What well, if I put we'll that see. on the wheel right now? Mm, put it on, you, you put it on the wheel right now? No, I don't think so. No. Um, so that would be fan fiction. Uh, one more for the future, and then we'll get to the real Mount Renat more. Uh, Tim Weston, he sends in a lot of ideas. He says, yeah, I, I been believe of- he said that the wheel is uh, weak. I shouldn't even read. I shouldn't even read his idea. He's at this point essentially a troll, <laughs> uh, except I believe he's a page of uh, 32 fans. Page, so I, now okay. I apologize. Uh, yeah, Tim well, well, you're burying the lead that the 32 fans has a Patreon now. Yes. 32 fans. Uh, pa- Patreon.com slash 32 fans. Uh, I think we're about sixty people. Whoa! Um, yeah, I'm gonna do uh, it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a. Patron. You don't have to be a. You don't have to be a patron. I'm gonna be a patron, but uh, but uh, I, that I want. You're not I gonna join support, the group chat. I, I want to support you, but in terms of that, what the incentives uh, that I was yeah. thinking about this, that there's really nothing that appeals to me because I feel like that the <laughs> chances are that the second episode is not yeah. gonna be something that I that I, I would listen to. Well, can I the- can I tell you a behind the scenes conversation? Yes. Chester said you need to send Rob the the RSS feed so he could listen. I don't want him to become a patron, but you know we want him to listen. 
And I said, I will send it to him. But our first, ep- we did two episodes of an NBA preview. Rob isn't a big NBA guy. Yeah. I said, how about this? The first time I think Rob will care about an episode, I'll send him the RSS feed. It might be in six <laughs> weeks from now. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And the, so, but I, I was right, right? I read your mind. Like, right. obviously, you weren't going to care about I, NBA. I think this week is going to be, I'm going to New York for like a long weekend in two weeks. Yeah. And I think we're going to do the long um, discussed beer tournament. Mm-hmm. Where we where we rank, you know, we have a, a an NCAA bracket, you know, style tournament of beers. So ba- I, I assume the next two weeks are just going to be arguing about which beer should be in the beer tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if it gets into a big argument, I'll enjoy that. But uh, yeah, and then to be in more WhatsApp group with uh, with you guys, uh, I mean, talk about you know uh, needing more holes in the head. So I came back from um, you know I take twenty four hours off uh, technology every Friday night. I came back from uh, from Shabbat. <laughs> Uh, you want to guess how many updates were in the 32 fans patron chat? Hmm. The WhatsApp group? The WhatsApp group, which has, I think, you know, everyone everyone who wants is in there. So it's about 50 people now. Yeah, I, I would guess 300. Yeah, it was about 375. Yeah, it's a lot. I did not read through, though. I skimmed it. But I will say, like, I think I th- this is a little inside baseball, but I, what, I think maybe if you, you can't have 50 people in a group chat. So maybe a Discord is the answer. You know, right? use Discord. Of course, I don't know to use Discord, but it's op- it's offered on Patreon, so yeah. it's like a message board, right? Yeah. No, I had it set up through uh, the RJP Patreon, but you know, I don't know what like uh, I like. I need like a team of people to hold my hand to work me through like getting into Discord, and uh, eventually, like I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm doing enough here to offer this. Yeah, I think ch- I, I actually think it would be good for your because you have so many users. Mm-hmm. That it would sort of uh, popular, you know, that there would be people like if you had a, a sports chat and, a, you know, and a, a music like they, they would actually have people there. I don't know if 50 or 60 yeah, is no, it would big be, enough to propel it. It would be good to have. I just don't have the bandwidth to be able to, you know, moderate it effectively. Right. So I'm going to ask Chester. Maybe Chester can can figure this out this week. He's really our, you know, uh, he's the tech. Guy. I don't know any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Tim West. Uh, Tim Weston says there's been discussion about pre-recording podcasts and you couldn't technically do that for a lot of what you guys see as scheduling nightmares. But what about Caitlin Herman Life Coach? That could totally be your pre-recorded podcast that just hits the wheel. It's already recorded. Hmm. Okay. Um. So we would just get it and, and get it in, uh, put it in the can. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know. Is it, are the are the Renap listeners, uh, do they do they want that? Who wouldn't? I mean, Kaylin Herman is is just an electric factory of podcasting. Yes. Who would not want? Even if even if they don't know they want it, I think they want it. Okay. All right. Um, I'd be if we had if we have an, uh, enough questions, we could record that. I mean, yeah. I, I, I how about this? If she agrees to a date, we'll get the questions for Kaylin Herman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll tweet it once. I'll tweet it. We'll we'll get questions. Okay. All right. Let's let's do a real mountain app more quickly. Okay. Okay. Quick. Julia says, are you smarter than a sixth grader? Rob and Akiva are going to no. compete. You're out already? No. I'm just saying, uh, you're oh, you're not smarter than sixth. Yeah. Well, my daughter's in fifth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. She's, you know, 10 months away from being a sixth grader. I don't want to brag. I'm definitely smarter than her. Oh, okay. Like, she's a good student, but I don't think she's smarter. Like, she might be smarter than I was in sixth grade, but I'm I'm like an old person now. Like, I, she doesn't know mm. lots of stuff. Like, I'm definitely, yeah. she doesn't know, like, she could name like eight countries. That, yes. Anyway. Um, it's Robin Akiva versus Maddie in Are You Smarter? I think Maddie's in sixth grade. She might be in fourth, eighth. She, it changes every time we speak to her. Maddie is our is our 
uh, maybe our youngest listener, a friend of ours. She came to Minnesota with yes. us. Uh, she played Seinfeld trivia on the 32 Fans podcast. So, but Julia has broken it down for us. There's going to be three yes. parts. A spelling bee with sixth grade level words, questions from the National Geographic Geography Bee, and current events. Three parts. Me, you, Maddie. Are you smarter than a sixth grader? Hmm. <sighs> um... Can we see some sample questions of what what it would be like before we greenlight this? Like, well, what uh, do you want? Like, do you want sixth grade spelling words? Do you want geography questions? Because I, I'll, you know, I could find them right now. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, in terms of the uh, like us versus Maddie, you know, Maddie is going to be you know uh, everybody's favorite. Everybody's pulling for her. It's no win scenario. Uh, no, I think we could trash talk Maddie. Here's like when she first came on fine, but she's a listener. She knows like the clown she's dealing with. Yes. She's been to Minnesota. She already essentially won the Seinfeld trivia. So it's not like mm-hmm. she's not going to she's tough. Like she's not going to cry if we if we beat her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I got some uh, some feedback on the podcast recently from Maddie's mom also. On this podcast? On this podcast, yes. What'd she say? <laughs> I love to, uh, uh, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't all glowing reviews. From, from Jamie? <laughs> from Maddie. Oh, from Maddie. Oh, okay. Well, Maddie, come on. We're going to smoke you. No, for, now she's trash talking <laughs> us. She's going to lose. She, we're going to shut her out on this podcast. She could be our ops. <laughs> Maddie listens to 32 fans. Like, now she's hating on me. All right, here's a question. Rob. Yes. What continent, which continent includes Egypt, Africa, Asia, Europe, North America, South America? Oh, uh, hold on. We, uh, the, the choice is blended into the question here. That, uh, don't make me have Jordan Kalish come on and read this multiple choice. Oh, well, no. So hold on. I'll ask the Kalish question. <laughs> which continent includes Egypt, Africa, Asia, Europe, North America, South America, pudding? <laughs> Wait, there's six options? That's what really well, threw me off. Uh, that's so Jordan so Kalish adds is, the pudding. The, the question is, uh, what continent inclu- includes Egypt? Correct. Uh, do you know the answer to this? Uh, I feel like you yes. do. Yeah, yeah yes, you're more I of a jo- jo- I think it's actually, is it on Africa? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's North Africa, so yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. All right. Does Maddie know that? I think she's like smarter than us, but also she's young. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it'll be fun. I, I don't think there's any problem if we if we absolutely smoke Maddie, which we might like now. I'm mad if she has complaints about this. <laughs> Maddie then, could be a real ops. Then uh, what, what would we a spelling friends. word be? What would a spell a spelling okay, word a be? Six, a sixth grade spelling. Were you? A, do you remember like what word you got out on in the in the spelling bee when you were a kid? Yes, I do. It was a, it was like a meme this week. What word was it? Uh, it was uh, the word apprentice. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was the sentence, the star of this show will one day be president. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, got, I got it wrong. Uh, I mean, to me, like the spelling bee is just like complete memorization. Uh, and for whatever yeah. reason, I feel like that, that word was not on my sheet. Okay. Uh, scarcely. Uh, Robin Akiva scarcely put things on the wheel. Um. Well, I, I that th- I would struggle with this because I. You know, I, I scarce- picked the hardest word of the is first it, twenty. It, it, is it uh, scarcely or scarcely? Um, I, I guess scarcely. Scarce. Oh, scarcely. Uh, like scarce. Like it's scarce, but it's scarce or scarce. 
Yeah. I, I, Maddie might kick our ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought spelling bee was fun to put on the wheel when Shut Up Tim had suggested it. No, I think uh, it's a good idea. And uh, also, it's not the whole podcast. It's just like one segment for, for the thing. Sure. You know what? I, I Scarce? Scarcely? Uh, S-C-A-R-C-I-L-L-Y? No, it's E-L-Y. E-L-Y. Uh, That's, but I picked the hardest one of the first three yeah. words. So, mammal. Can you do mammal? Yes. Yes, I, I could do mammal. Uh, the sentence is, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but this. <laughs> Although, I, is it uh, M-A-M-M-A-L? Yeah, you got it. Ding! Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, so do you want to put this on the wheel a second wheel uh second l at the end um so i i would say let's put it in the wheel waiting room and let's just see if let, let, i, I want to get feedback from the listeners before we do you want to hear this. maddie get absolutely smoked by robin akiva in the in the spelling bee the geography being in current events there's no way she knows current events she probably does she might what, what were, I mean, she could come on and tell us her pro- her problems with this show <laughs> right uh, i think that maddie gives us her uh, any grievances she has with the uh uh robin keeping the podcast i think would be uh outstanding yeah no that could be that could that could be its own thing and so it could be like festivist for maddie maddie is a like a diehard seinfeld fan so maybe you know she's just mad we don't talk about seinfeld anymore i don't mm-hmm. know yeah okay uh what about what if maddie made the questions and then gave her questions to us I think it would be more fun to compete against her, but maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, okay. I also, right, I didn't even ask Jamie, her mom, but I assume her mom is up for it. Okay, well, let's go ahead and let's put let's just put this in the like on deck circle and then just get any feedback that uh, might be necessary. There was anything we're not thinking of. Okay, I like this from Hasib. Spin-off, spin-off idea from Renap. It's called The Pilot Show. Every week, discuss a pilot episode of a random TV show. No wheel as you need more than a week to de- plan expert guests. You could do shows that didn't last more than a season or even got canceled after the pilot if you could find the episode. So uh, isn't this already a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to upset Michael Clark. Yeah. yeah. Michael Clark. Hashtag pilot season. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to do this. By the way, it is, a, it is a good idea. We have great news for you. Done. Yeah. yeah. Who do I have? Yeah. He's probably got like 50 episodes. He's, he's still doing them. Yeah. Um, okay. What else do we have here? Uh, Tom Palmer says, Dadcast 2, Islands of the Dads. Mike Bloom comes to you for parenting advice, ending mm-hmm. with a test of what you've taught him. Do you want to do dad advice with Mike Bloom? Dad New advice 2. Um, did we do dad could, advice already? We did do it way back when. Yeah, it uh-huh. was. Uh, I, I don't remember what, what exactly the branding was on that, but I want to say it was like in sometime within like the first 15 episodes. This podcast is officially long enough that I've forgotten what we've done. Yeah. We uh, did a dad advice episode. Okay. Yes. Dadcast uh, was up there. So um, let me just take a look of, uh, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter when we did uh, the dadcast. So um, could we do like, give it like six spots in June? Well, oh, for Father's Day? Yeah, we yeah. can do that. Someone remind us. Yeah, or I mean, Will, Will not, from America. It's not something I'm like dying to do. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't our least popular episode, but it certainly wasn't our most popular episode. Uh, yeah, episode number ten, Dad Advice Know It Alls from November sixteenth. It was just me and you. Uh, yeah, it was just me and you. Interesting. You and I. Um. Uh. Uh. Da- Chester's friend Daniel writes in and says, "What if you chose a hobby for someone and they had to do it for a year?" Wait, hold on. Now, are you adding the Chester's friend Daniel, or does uh, Daniel self-identify as Chester's friend? No, Daniel? he is. I think he's Chester's old, maybe uh, HLS roommate, if I'm not mistaken, because I've heard this name before. 
Chester has famously ranked all of his roommates. Um, and Dr. Uh, Dr. Jen, Jen is, is one. one. Yes. yes, Dr. Yes. Jen is one. Yes, um, uh, I liked his reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> listen, Daniel just couldn't. Yeah. Um, so uh, what do you think? Should we choose a hobby? For, should we give Daniel a hobby? And and similar to, to, you know, the other podcast, like maybe he gets obsessed with it in a year we have him on to talk to him. So the idea is give Chester's friend Daniel a hobby. Pick out a hobby for Chester's friend well, Daniel. Well, it's really anybody. Like he's saying give yeah. someone a hobby. He's not no. even pitching himself. I'm out. Uh, nobody You're cares. Out. Nobody okay. cares uh, about da- Daniel, what Daniel is going <laughs> to do for his hobby. What hobby for- would you pick if you had to do it, though? Uh, kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, can, nobody cares it's not it's just not it's not interesting enough yeah i don't know i don't know what hobby we could pick like unless it was like murder i don't know how we could really <laughs> i mean there's no stakes he does uh, if we pick out yeah. something well, stupid murder, he doesn't have he doesn't have to do it i mean now chester's friend daniel comes on and tells us you know uh embarrassing stories about living with chester that's yes a podcast. Ah, oh i'll put yes. that right on the wheel <laughs> if we could by the way that might be an episode I just speak to like every uh, yeah. former roommate of and, Chester's. And frankly, you know, you want to juice the 32 fans Patreon, uh, yeah. you know, make that the bonus episode one week. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. If I speak to every. No, if I'm putting work into it, it's going here. We need ideas here. Um, that's a low effort show. We, <laughs> I, I, I was. Yeah. If we if I spoke to every single or we, what if we had Lindsay Wilson after she's done with the uh, oral history of Robin Kiva. Her oral next history project, of Chester. Is is like she speaks to everyone Chester's roommates, and we just get like thirty <laughs> insane stories. Uh, I, I like it. She has to get Doctor Jen also. Yeah, obviously, if you don't have Doctor <laughs> Jen, it's a no go for the idea. But I think we could get that. Um, uh, C. Mitch says Robin and Akiva have different RHP duos on, and they do couples therapy for them to form a better relationship. <laughs> yeah, Robin Akiva podcast marriage counseling. Okay. Um, podcast marriage counseling. We're 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 helping out podcast co-hosts that are on the rocks. Yeah. So let's say like uh, Ali Lasher and Brian Cohen had a fight, or like Haley mm-hmm. and Amy are just like at war about what time to record. Um, we uh, yeah, we are we are podcast uh therapists. The other idea, which which um, I don't know who pitched this, but the, uh, it was basically the opposite idea, which is that we go to podcast couples therapy. Oh. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that that there's a little more meat on that bone. Uh huh. You know that this you know for the people that are in the Rob Nakiva need a break contingent, maybe mm. they feel like that's what we need. Yeah, I wonder if if uh, yeah, do people know any good therapists who want to come on the podcast? <laughs> do you think we need I, marriage counseling? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. So I think you could always use a little bit of counseling. I don't know. I maybe I mean I I don't know what what do you feel like our major issues are? I don't think we have a lot of major issues. Yeah. Um like do you do you think I like I spend more time with Chester and you want me to spend more time with you? No. Uh, I'm, okay. I mean, I'm very I'm very happy with the uh, amount of time uh yeah. that, that we spend yeah. together. I always look forward to doing this podcast. I mean hmm. uh, that I I don't think that the mat tournament is a great idea, but outside of that <laughs> Is that is that the therapy going to we're just going to spend an hour <laughs> yelling at each other about the mat tournament. So, uh, yeah, I don't How would it work? We get like 15 minutes with you, 15 minutes with me and then like a half hour of us together. I don't know how couples therapy works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary. I I, I don't know how great okay. of a podcast. I, it is a funny be. idea. It is it is a funny idea. Yeah. Um, a couple quick ones. Robin Akiva learn a new language. I really love this. This is from from Alexander, not Chester. Yeah. Um, I think it would be hilarious if we just learned a new language. Is the language Klingon? 
I think we have a language bracket. So Cleon could be in there. Yeah. Well, why do I want to learn a language? Like, we're going to learn, like, three words on the podcast. No, 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 no. Like, no, Rob, we're going to get started. We're going to have a language expert on that episode. But then we're actually, do you know Duolingo? Duolingo? Which, no. Du, D-O-U-O. So Antonio Mazzaro, I believe, like, every day for the last, like, three years has done it. It's just like, it te- it's like a, an app or a website that teaches you the language. So you go on, you do, like, 20 minutes a day of Spanish, and he, like, is fluent in Spanish now. Whoa. So we do Duolingo. We start with like a general language lesson. We start with a language bracket. We pick a language. It's called Duolingo or do the lingo? D-U-O lingo. Duolingo. Duolingo. Yes. Um, I think we should learn. Wouldn't it be funny if we just learned Finnish or something? Flemish? That's I, I don't know name. if the juice is worth the squeeze for the I, hilarity I think it's a good, of us. It might not learning. be hilarious. Wouldn't you? But now you're Flemish. like, hey, I learned a new podcast. Then if Nicole's like, oh, you spend too much time on Renab, like, what do you mean? Like, we learned, we actually like got something useful out of it. Yeah, that'll show her. Like, uh, you could, yeah. I mean, you could speak behind her back and finish, like, you have a whole language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she right. learns that you could speak, like, my wife and I don't have this. Our kids are, are bilingual, but like, we don't have a language we could talk about that our kids don't understand, especially now that our kids are older and you can't like spell words out. Yeah, well, no, but trick. she doesn't spell it. I want to. I'm going to talk with you in Finnish about my but wife. If she, she doesn't hear. No, but no. She's like, I, hey, Akiva, if you learn it, if Nicole. I, if I want could, a way to talk about my wife without her hearing it, I'll yeah. just do it on this podcast. <laughs> True, in English. Um, I. You really I just have I, to hope she's not standing near the door. It's true. It's true. I do think. Even if I think the episode will be good, because we could also do a bracket of like which which language to do. I think like the fact that we just be learning a language for the next year would be really funny. It's like five minutes a day commitment. Don't you want to learn a new language? No, you only uh, speak I, English, is, right? I, this is a boring podcast idea. Should Chester and I learn a new language? It, this seems like primo 32 fans Patreon. I really, okay. I, I, I'm fine, but now maybe we need, th- you know, what if we took this language argument to counsel? Because I think like you learning another language, it would be a good bit across like the whole RHAP. <laughs> You know, spectrum. Yeah. If there was some listener calls in, I'm like, hey, I'm from Helsinki. And then you just start dropping some finish on them. Yeah. And no, nobody finish him. Um, (laughs) No, nobody want. No, it's there's no there there. Okay. Um, All right. I I don't know where this the name came from. I didn't put this in. It's called Robin Akiva. Love the tens uh, from Patty. I think Jessica may have written the name. Uh, you, we basically give out like awards for the decade that's about to end. We do like, oh. it's like a decade award show. Hmm. Love the tens. The tens. Is that what you call this decade? Ten or trash, more like. Ten or trash, Um, yeah. hmm. Interesting. It's interesting. But I mean, what, what, what am I going to say? That what was the best movie of this yeah, decade? Yeah, no, I, I think, agree. There's yeah. not much there. D- did I see Rob- 10 movies this decade? <laughs> Rob- Robin Akiva loved the 10. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me give out the award for best song of uh, this <laughs> decade. Uh, call me yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, was that even, is that of this decade or was that like an 0809 song? <laughs> no, I think it was this. It was, uh, I want, I would say that it was 2012. If I had I'm going to check. Yeah. Call me maybe Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, you nailed it. 2012. 
Okay, so maybe that yeah. should be the uh, when we play Maddie. Like, what year did the song come out instead of uh, instead of Geography? <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that something of the, the end of the decade I do think is interesting, and I think mm-hmm. that that's good fodder for the wheel. But I, I think that that would be you know um, maybe is there somebody who actually would be uh, an expert, or do you have awards for the twenty tens? I don't really have awards. I, I don't think that's necessarily for us. Uh, we do have something called uh, in the wheel waiting room called the prediction show. Where we predict what happens next year. Maybe we extend that to like we make decade predictions. Like here's what's going to happen in the next decade. Could be bleak. You think it could be? Yeah, it could. Yeah, <laughs> well, that but that's good. Those are there could be some real spicy takes and. Mm-hmm. In that episode, um, yeah. problem is that you know then we have to come back in ten years and grade the you know see who won that episode. If we're playing for like uh, yeah. three wife wishes that don't convert <laughs> until twenty thirty. Yeah, I think the sweet spot for this podcast is looking back a decade or two and not looking mm-hmm. forward a decade. Okay, interesting. Uh, can I give you one more for today? Sure. Robin Akiva do a moth style storytelling show. This is also from Alexander. Okay. Uh, you guys and selected listeners tell stories and prize are awarded based on the stories at the end. Are you familiar with the moth? Uh, vaguely. I have a friend who is very into the uh, storytelling uh, competitions. Yeah. So it's, it's a basically a nonprofit group that they do. They do short stories that you would tell. It could be a five-minute story, a one-minute story, a ten-minute story. You know, we could set guidelines. And then we have a winning storyteller. I don't know if they're recording it, if they're writing it down or if they're recording it. Um, I don't know how that would work. But what do you think about a storytelling competition. I think it's interesting. I mean, is that just a blatant ripoff, though? Of the moth? Well, I guess. I, I, what are we adding to it? I guess is a mm-hmm. good question. I guess, like, we have some stories. <laughs> I mean, did they invent storytelling, though? Like, are they? I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know they, what the rules they, are. I don't think they patented. Like, we don't have to, like, ask them for the. They don't have, like, a trademark on storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think there's, like, 20 other things that do what the moth did. I guess what's the Robin Akiva spin on this, though? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I would be hard pressed to come up with good stories that I have not told on a podcast. I think you could think of it like that's the least of our issues. You coming up with one short story. I bet you could do it. Mm-hmm. The question is, would we get like eight interesting listener stories? Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess this would be one where before we greenlit it, we had to we yeah. have to find sort of uh, how many stories are out there from. The yeah. Listeners. Let us know if you'd want to participate in such a thing. Yeah. Um, can I p- give you a voicemail submission? Please. We talked about it on the Leprechaun part of the podcast. Uh, Rob has a website.com slash RenatVM or uh, what was it? Speak, uh, speakpipe.com slash Renap. Uh, here is uh, John John, who has long. Every time I talk to John John, he says, hey, but my ideas, why aren't my ideas getting through? So let me give you John John directly with an idea for the show. Hey, Ron Akiva, John John here. And idea for the wheel is you and, well, Rob Nakiba listens to EDM and watches the music videos. And same thing as what you did in the music video podcast, do the same thing. And if you need help on what music to choose from, I can give you some options. Let me know. Okay. How do you feel about Robin Akiva listening to EDM music? First of all, I like that John John's pitching himself as our expert. I, you know, I feel like we're like great friends with John John. I had no idea he even listened to EDM. Yeah. Did you know that? 
I didn't know that. He's a he's like our EDM expert now. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Yeah. John John is a well is he's a well-rounded guy. So we not uh, only w- listen to EDM music, we watch the music videos of EDM songs. I didn't even know there were uh, <laughs> uh music videos. I thought it's just like the video is like it's at a concert and everybody's like, you know, I don't know, methed out or something. I I'm not a big EDM. I'm not, I don't hate <laughs> not? EDM. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it. I like, but I'm not, it's, I, it's not like on my Spotify playlist, a bunch of EDM. What about you? No, no, I'm not an EDM <laughs> guy. I, I don't want to be anywhere where we're listening to EDM. Yeah, I, I we might not be the right audience for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think that Robin Akiva listened to EDM. It's a very funny idea, a funny name for a show. But in terms of a podcast, yeah, I, I don't think that that would be a fit. Yeah, keep plugging, though, John John. You will get there one day. Yes. Plus, okay. we have the John John part. If we, you know, it could be next week. We'd have John game John night. as part of the episode. On, when on game, game night. night. Yeah. Okay. When are we going to clean out the fishbowl? You want, you want, if you have two minutes, we'll do it right now. Okay. Um, l- all right, let's do it. Let's do it. What, what was the magic number that we we're going to get it down to? All right, so right now, there are 17 shows um, in the, in, on the spreadsheet. I think we should try and cut. I mean, cut as many as we can. I don't think we'll be okay. able to cut more than How three. How about I this? Think- okay. Uh, let's, it, we both need to turn our key on something. So if one okay. of us, if one of us says no on the fishbowl, then, then it's out. And then let's just get it down to a more manageable number. Okay. Okay. But, uh, also I think a couple things are ineligible to be kicked off because they won that vote last year. Okay. Well, right? such as, I think it was the Muppet show okay. won the vote and, uh, was it Gilligan's Island? The other show that won the vote or the Brady bunch. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall, but I'll we, check. I'll check. Okay. All right. Let's just go through it real quick. Yeah. Yes or no. Uh, family Matters. Yay. I, oh, that's staying on. Uh, we have uh, uh, Bryce wants to be on the Family Matters podcast. Thing. Okay. All right. Small Wonder. Yay or nay? Yay. I'll let you decide. You say yay. yay. I say yay. I'm not. It's the one show here I've never seen. So I'm okay. Fine. Alf. Yay or nay? Yay. Although it is, the only issue is it's a two part episode. So we might have to watch season three, episode <laughs> eight also. But I'm very excited for Alf. Okay. Sex in the City. Yay or nay? I'm going to say nay. I'll say nay. Kick it, kick it off. Wow. It's, it's one that we... Uh, I'll leave... You know, let's, uh, I'm not going to do anything with the Google sheet right now. We'll just... Uh, I'll okay. cut it. Okay. Uh, I have to manually go through the fishbowl. No, and there's 10 things in the fishbowl that shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Anymore. I, I got you know, to like go through it in Marie Kondo, that thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boy Meets World, yay or nay? Nay. Man. I don't know. This is tough. I already said nay. I'm going to say nay. I, I think yeah. I'm going to say nay. I, I, I think, listen, if there's an absolute outroar for any of these, we, I will reconsider. An outroar? An out. If there's like yeah. outrage, people are like, no, Boy Meets, Boy Meets World must stay <laughs> on. I like that. That's the hashtag for this episode. The outroar? Out, the outroar. Yeah, uproar. Sorry, I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's an like, outrage and an uproar to combine. Yes, an outroar is an outrage and an uproar. It's like Portmanteau. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Muppet Show's not eligible to be booted. Yeah. Real, um, real world, uh, yay! Keep that. Yeah, keep. Oh, the only thing with the real world uh, is I do think that I need like the way the show works. I think we have to. You don't have to watch, but I, I at least have to watch the first like every episode that season till episode seven. Okay, fine. Which which one is that? Which one is that? Uh, season three? What is that? Is that? I think Los it's Angeles New York, or, right? Or, no, oh no, New, New York. It's, it's New one? York or Los Angeles. Yeah, 
Or is there no, San which Fr- one is no, San, San, San Francisco? San Francisco. So New York, uh, Real World Three is. You think Real World Three, San Francisco? You're I, saying? I think it's Los Angeles. You're probably right. I, I don't think they would have gone uh, too far. I'm going to check. In the meantime, what's the next show? Gilmore Girls with Lita. Uh, I'm I'm for Gilmore Girls staying in. Okay. okay. People say it's a really good episode. I, I feel bad to kill it if we if uh, it has a guest. You know what's weird? A Real World Two was called California, even though it's L.A. Mm-hmm. Real World Three is yeah, San Francisco. I guess also California. No, well, Lita also. Um, so San Francisco, in, San Francisco was three. Correct. San Francisco was three. Oh, interesting. And they go to London for four: Miami, yeah. Boston, Seattle, Hawaii. Yeah, because I feel like that uh, the San Francisco season is more iconic than the Los Angeles season. Yes, the Los Angeles season is less iconic. Who were the people on the Los Angeles season? Dominic, Dominic Tammy, yeah. yeah. Uh, John, Beth, Aaron, Irene, not the famous Irene though, from, from Seattle, yeah. David, Glenn and Beth. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that. And then San Francisco and I didn't, wasn't watching live yet. Cause I'm still 10 years old was mm-hmm. Pedro Puck, Rachel Campos, Corey, Mahom- like Judd though. That's like, you know, all, all icons. Yeah. Season three. Iconic. That's the one we're doing. That's, that's the iconic season. Okay. Uh, the one thing, so is if you really want to cut Gilmore girls, um, I feel bad we have a guest, but she's also uh, like the world's biggest super fan of one of our crappy movies. Uh, Dunstan checks in. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I don't want to deal okay. with uh, the Gilmore I think Gilmore Girls is from. popular. Yeah. Um, okay. Married with Children. No, uh, nay. All right. Let's cut out Married with Children. Yeah. By Married with Children. All right. So we don't need to cut out anymore, but we can cut out one or two. Okay. More let's, just go th- let's just go through it. Uh, uh, Doogie Hauser. My yeah, plan for Doogie Hauser. You're saying yeah. nay? I say yay. I, I think that'd be yeah. funny to talk about Doogie Howser, think, how ridiculous I think is. I think Dr. Jen has an invite if she wants to come on the Doogie okay. Howser episode. Are you fine with that? That's fine. I think I don't think she'll want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Survivor season three, episode seven. That's off season of Survivor only with T-Bird. Okay. That's, You're fine that's with that? Fine. It's not yeah, eligible right that, now. That's anyway. fine. Uh, might be, you know, sometimes there's some weeks where T-Bird is flying. Could be, she could be tough to uh, pin okay. down. Uh, Blossom. Uh I, I say nay. Yeah, I'm not excited about Blossom. I don't think I, I think that, that that got in during the uh, Joey Lawrence Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, yeah, era. you could be right. Yeah, that's maybe we, we kicked out four. Maybe like we put a vote and we put one of them back in or something. I think we're fine. I think. We're, okay. <laughs> I think we're right. fine. Well, people might okay. get mad. We might get angry. Uh, the Brady Bunch. I think that has yeah, to I think stay. That's, yeah, let's keep that. The Golden Girls. I definitely want to keep that. Yeah, Are you fine with that. keeping that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jersey Shore. I'm fine keeping that. That's fine. You're, if you don't want to boot it, I'm not going to cry. No, Matt Lagory might be upset. Yeah. Uh, and then Entourage. I, I definitely want to keep Entourage. Okay. So that gets us down to 13 things. Perfect. In the, I think that's the perfect size. For right, the, the Baker. For the, so, so, it's, so it should be now. It's, this is the Baker's dozen of the fishbowl. And then if anything new goes in, something else has to come out. I agree. So maybe, you know, there's only one spot this week. So it's not necessarily going to get picked. But in the next few weeks. When it goes, then we add something to the fishbowl. Okay, good, good. I like this. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. All right, Akiva, before we get to the wheel spin, can I take a moment and thank our sponsor for today? Let's do it. All right, betonline.ag, of course, that uh, listeners know that uh, I am competing in the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge, where I am taking on the other hosts of 
Podcast One shows, and I've I've fallen a little bit behind the pace now. I'm down to fourth place, tied with Adam Carolla, uh, with uh, 20 points, and uh, looking up at uh, first place is 24. So I need I need to uh, to bounce back here uh, in uh, week eight. So hopefully all of my picks are going to come through here in a week eight. Of course, five thousand dollars goes to the winner of the season long competition, courtesy of BetOnline.ag with NFL, college football. And the MLB playoffs still going on. You don't want to miss out. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, betonline.ag, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. Make sure you use that promo code Podcast One for your 50% sign up bonus where you could uh, place a wager on all of this weekend's biggest matchups Philly at Buffalo, Oakland at Houston, Chargers at Chicago, Green Bay at Kansas City, Cleveland at New England, College Football Week Nine's biggest matchups Auburn at at LSU, shout out to Caitlin, uh, Wisconsin at Ohio State, Notre Dame at Michigan, Penn State at Michigan State, and then of course uh, the World Series going on. BetOnline.ag. Don't forget that promo code podcast one for your fifty percent sign up bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's look at the wheel, Keith. Let's do it. Um, let's- all right, I- I'm happy with the pruning. I'm happy that we just added a couple things. Remember they. They're not eligible. Well, one thing we really added. The other one will be added uh, once we pick a name. Um, but um, yeah, you can add you can add uh, the master napper with zero spots this week to the wheel. Okay, with zero spots because right. Well, it one. starts. It oh, I know one spot. It gets one spot. Yeah, uh, but it, if it gets picked, it just gets two next week. It can't. It can't be the episode next week. Why not? I think it was ready. Yeah, but that's the rule for this. That's the rule for this podcast. You can't get straight on the wheel. Did we made that rule? No, like- no, no. I think the the rule is we can't. Something just can't go from the mailbag to being picked. The, the ah, following I see. Week. You mean this because, because it was in the waiting room? Gets yeah, they, on they, immediately. Because okay, no, that's we, fair. The listeners need to have a chance. They like, hey, hold on, you. No, uh, you're you're holes. very right. You're yeah. very right. I didn't understand. I thought you were like we're missing the, the that that rule, but you're right. It, right, we can't have a new idea go on. But this is an idea that's been bounced around for months. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think the better question is the the two angry men which we put on can that can that be selected for next week's episode? I think so. I th- well, not for next week because it's not ready. But once we have a name, I think next week uh, it can go okay. straight on. All right. So I'm gonna have it. Should I keep it on the wheel or no? What two angry men? Yes. Yeah, because we're uh, no. I don't think it should be on the wheel yet. Okay. We don't even have a name for it. All right, so then I'm going to take that off. All right, so let's go through. Season 3, Episode 7, down to uh, just one spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we have our coin flip uh, between uh, Rob and Akiva. We have Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego with Eric Stein. A crappy movie diaper. Zero. Now, zero yeah. for the crappy movie diaper. Uh, we'll see. I, I saw a lot of people were DVRing Leprechaun, too. hope they enjoyed it. That's really crazy that uh, it was on all, I guess because it's Halloween, it's been on everywhere on TV this week, and a lot of people have been watching the first two Leprechauns. Yeah, probably not getting that BN on AMC. <laughs> You're really into the <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it's fun to talk about the BN. It wasn't even that B. It, uh, you feel like it should have been N? It was full N? I think if it was on HBO, you get the N. I think you get the I full think N. Get, I think you get BN. All right. Maybe we'll see. Well, maybe someone like we have a listener whose job it is to like give the ratings for the HBO movies. They'll let it. They'll get. They'll rule. Yeah. On this. I feel like Chester has a a ruling on this. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> what is Chester? Oh, OK. Yeah. I feel like he would know. He would know. He'll have an go, opinion on this for sure. But it will be of, incorrect. Of yeah. N versus well, Actually, at 6.8 seconds of nudity, you get the full N. But under that is VN. Also, what was the angle? Yeah. I was like. 
freeze frame. All right, we'll we'll see. We'll see what people do. Not start a thread about this in the in the thirty two fans Patreon group or in the Rob's. I think also context also I think has to do with N versus uh, true. The N. You know, uh, true. she was just like sort of just like yeah, standing wasn't like there. in bed in like a in like one of those situations. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Then we have uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, which Akiva yep. is uh, newly excited for. Correct. Uh, hot takeoff, uh, which uh, Akiva talked about how we have our hot take inbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do people get to that one more time? Uh, check my Twitter feed, Akiva26. Okay. I tweeted it. Kirsten tweeted it. Uh, it's, um, it's, it, I'll, I also put a link in the RGP patron group. Okay. Uh, we have People's Choice. We're going to have uh, people vote on three different ideas. Uh, we have our third wheel. Who will be the third wheel of uh, Robin Akiva the podcast? We have Game Night. We have uh, TLC Shows Are Trash, King of the Mats, and The Master Nappers. I also spoke, Akiva, to Bryce, who mm-hmm. is our, uh, that Bryce is the person who has created a uh, RHAP Facebook group post of workshopping the ideas. I thought it would be a good spot for Bryce to come on a mailbag at some point. Yeah, he could do that. Uh, did, did you skip where in the world's, where in the world's, I, said, uh, I think it's the Bryce is right. Yes. You said where in the world's coming to Oh, I missed that. Okay, fine. Yes, with Eric Stein. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So episode number 56 of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, two vetoes are still in play as well. Let's see what's coming up next week. Oh, by the way, what's going on with the Halloween costumes? That's going to be that people are going to wear them. Next week's episode, we'll then, talk about it. Yeah, then, because then next week. they wear them, they're sending them in, and then we'll... Uh, number 56, who's, who do you think is the most famous 56 of all time? LT. No question. It's Lawrence Taylor. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's spin the wheel. Who's the second most favorite uh, famous 56? We need Chester for that. Okay. All right. Now, Akiva, I've, I've mm. talked many times about how the wheel is is magic, and we manifest things. Master Nappers came up on the wheel. Unbelievable! Is it ready to go? I don't do you know. Wanna, do you want to send send a message to shut up, Tim? And if it is not ready to go, could Timothy uh, and and uh, who's else is involved? Puya. Puya. It's Timmy and Puya. Okay. Can they get their act together by next weekend? I think message? they can. You want to shoot I a message to make sure? I just I I DM, be... I DM them. I said uh, it came up, but you EDM? know. EDM? Is it EDM them? I EDM them. <laughs> and uh, Tim Dub, as his uh, Twitter name is this week. You never make a spooky Halloween name, Rob. No, right? no. Because you hate Halloween. I don't love it. Also, I don't think that there is a, you know, a, an easy one. I feel like if it was like a, if there was a great one, uh, I, I would do it for a day. If somebody wants mm-hmm. to message me with they have uh, a great Halloween uh, pseudonym for me. Um, but, all right. So Puya says, OMG, what? Uh, and then a bunch of emojis. <laughs> yeah. This is basically you- like your You Up podcast. This is like yeah, this a is our you up. snack. <laughs> I, when, I do like the idea of us DMing people you up or, or messaging them you up and then seeing what happens. Well, yes, but this gets us back into the, um, <laughs> the Rob versus Akiva of that your ideal podcast is anything with like a cavalcade of guests coming through. But not really. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I'm not the person who has to like worry about the tech side of it, but um, no, I like I like it best when when there's like less work and it's just me and you or if the guest in this case, the master napper does the work. So mm-hmm. the, the so the master napper I think is going to be like 
a bunch of people adjacent to our world mm-hmm. uh, are going to be singing songs, and I think their voices are going to be like, uh, oh, they're like singing? the guy in Ransom. Yeah, yeah, they're singing, but it's but we can't hear what they're saying. Like it's it's going to be like the guy in Ransom. Like their voices are going to be changed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we have to guess who it is, and we get a series of clues. Um, yeah, and there is a very special penalty if we lose. That's what I was told. A special penalty if we lose. Yeah. If there's a penalty if we lose, it's not more wife genie wishes, is it? Uh, no, it's not genie wishes. Uh, so Puya. Sometimes Tim doesn't respond to DMs for like twelve hours. Okay. My my like main requirement in a friend FY is like you need to respond to my messages right. How am I? That's the only thing I, I ask that? for you. How am I? Excellent. You're uh, I'm excellent? you're good at it, but okay. sometimes with emails you're bad. Yeah, wow. But also now we're on WhatsApp together, I'm, so I feel like with WhatsApp, you're you're pretty immediate. That, that's pretty good. I usually have the phone near me. The email, I'm drowning. Yeah, the email, but I, I but I get it. That's it's it's I, I get it. Um, he says we're left waiting on one person right now, but I reckon uh, we can make it happen. I don't want to finalize without Tim say so, since Tim's the one that's going to be editing the audio files. Okay, I, I, I think we're fine. Worst with a week worst, notice, I think that they can uh, put the finishing touches yeah, on this. I think that's right. Okay, all right. So that's going to be. Episode. So that's a real sweeps week, though. Hey, November the sweeps. The Master Napper in November. Ma- uh, November sweeps, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't want to hear Tim Westine. This is uh, right up his alley. Any, any yeah. Now. No more. Basically, that's like, it. actually, that was the episode I was least looking forward to. I'm gonna, it's a hard <laughs> pass for me. I'm going to skip. I don't know Tim's voice, but like, I don't want to hear any of that. Like that. I don't think it's Especially the week that. we read his email also. Okay. All right. Akiva, all right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Hope people, uh, if they didn't enjoy Leprechaun, hope they enjoyed the mailbag. It was a fun mailbag today. Uh, yeah, I like this. Someone, I, when I went on a job interview, a guy, a guy was like asking me about the podcast, and he was looking at it on iTunes, and he was like, "You have to put in chapters." Chapters? I'm, what do you? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, the podcast I listen to, it's like they have chapters, like skip ahead, like audio chapters, like all right, because he saw that we have like, if you don't like the regular podcast, that you know, one hour forty two minutes, listen to the mailbag. He's like, but there's no chapters in the first. I'm like, but what are we going to chapter it? But I don't know. He was like the COO or something. So I didn't want to argue. Are you sure that's not an audio book? Yeah. No, they were talking podcasts. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure that you can do that through uh, Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure. Like, I think that's a different kind of file. But they made it seem like the people around made it seem like it was like a thing that a lot of podcasts do. I will say I've never like I see you listen to a lot of podcasts. I do, but and I've I've like you know Bill Simmons will be like at minute eighteen we discuss this and at minute thirty three we talk <gasps> about you know the the Nigerian national basketball team <laughs> but there's no with Steve Nash but there's no um like there aren't I don't think technical chapters yeah so okay so yeah I don't know I don't know I I, I, I that 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 would be news to me mm-hmm. how to do it uh, that I feel like like in the very early days of podcasting I feel like that there was like another kind of file format but I, I don't know I, I don't know a lot about this so I don't know right. I, I, that uh, if it, I mean if it's gonna help you get a new get a job then you know <laughs> so I'll, you'll, I'll so look you'll into it <laughs> like hey you, like, like, we, we will do it, it just for you for this podcast you will never listen to again yeah this chapter thing is really you know firing on all cylinders but when somebody like because i've been asked now like when somebody says like if i'm gonna listen to one episode what should i listen to i usually just say the baby naming because it's like a funny story but what episode would you say let me just take a look i I feel like that uh take a gander at our episode list 
Uh, the conspirapod is a good one for true, like, true. but it's but it's not a lot of us. Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's mostly like, Antonio like, flexing his muscles. We're just yeah, hanging it's out. Like, yeah, we're like really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're like yeah, they're gonna be like, hey, I listen to the podcast. What's Antonio's number? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like forget Robin Akiva. Who's Antonio? Mm-hmm. Let's see the best podcast that features us. Uh, not this one, right? Yeah, I think it would be weird to send him Leprechaun too. Mm-hmm. What, like, what, what about our? What about the live show? Oh yeah, that was good. That was the live show is good. But mm-hmm. you should watch that on video. It's probably more fun to watch that on video. Yeah, I think like that that's like a, you sort of like get the sense of like uh, you know it's a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen. Yeah. I'll say, next time I'm going to do mu- if I don't think I'm going to get the job I'll make the person listen to music videos just to punish them <laughs> yes yeah. should we do uh, Rob and Akiva have a fake episode that we use to like uh, <laughs> that's our demo oh yeah that is a good one Rob and Akiva have a demo episode and it's just like hot, higher up did, we, did I just have deja vu or did you suggest that a few weeks ago I don't think so it sounds so familiar hmm I don't know. Maybe we've had this conversation before. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, this isn't the first time we've done this. I don't know. It's like Seinfeld, for people who don't know, started and ended with the exact same conversation. Is this the last episode? I don't think so. But I no. But I'm like when we ended the Seinfeld podcast, I think I wanted to end it with this conversation we started with. But it was like very like it was more like, can you hear me, Akiva? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right it's like how's my right. audio it wasn't like so uh we will touch base and then figure out what we're doing next week with the mass renapper thank you guys uh so much for listening again and uh what's coming up on the third the 32 fans uh on the uh on the free feed the free feed uh we uh week eight recap week nine preview the holidays are over so we could start recording on monday and i guess we're gonna do like uh get ready for the beer tournament Next mm-hmm. week on the, you know, for, for the people. Who pay. Chester wanted to invite all the patrons to his house where, you know, he was like, yeah, we're going to have yeah, it's a perk. You could come to the beer tour. I'm like, I don't think we're inviting everyone. You know, maybe How we need to make it a patron level. How many people are local, though? I most I mean, it's the same base that you're pulling from. So it's 80 percent Canadian. <laughs> so okay. loosely. So how many so how many people would show up at Chester's house? I think just Jordan Kalish usually comes to this from the RHAP world. Yeah. I mean, how many people did you have when you did the Entenmann's tournament? It's, it's single digits at the Entenmann's tournament. Serial was double digits. But from from this universe, it was just, I think, just Jordan who's mm-hmm. been to all of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, have fun. I don't drink beer. I'm, I think I'm just going to be the host. I'm, I mean, I drink beer, but I'm not going to, like, drink eight beers or 32 beers. It's I mean, insane. you don't really eat ice cream either. I have to get the – like, I eat ice cream. We had a we had a freaking live show that night. I was nervous mm-hmm. about it. We think I'm going to, like – what if I was in the live show? I was like, Rob, this is embarrassing. I have to like run to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I think insane. it would have got a huge laugh from the audience. I know, but that's like, I, I know. But then what are you going to do? You've been drowning up there without me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.